Good morning, ladies and gentlemen. We are live. Welcome to the Half Court Podcast. My name is Darwin. I got AV behind the camera. And today we got the season entourage, man. We got the one and only Chop. Hey, brother. Welcome to the Half Court Podcast, man. Appreciate you guys man, having me, you man. Gotta, you, you, know, you brought your team here, you know what I'm saying? So kind of introduce them, man. Definitely. Uh, of course, I got my, my right-hand man right here. This is my nephew, Jay Boogie, man. He um he holds down the four. He's literally the jack of all trades, yeah. man. Oh yeah. He's literally been there since the beginning, since we really broke the surface on the brand. Um, just kind of give you a little history on him, man. He started out, you know, just folding apparel, you know, and uh, yeah. he went from uh, that to kind of keeping the screen printer kept. Yep. So then we moved into the retail location. He started keeping the inventory. And then from there, he pretty much runs the entire flagship location. So oh, yeah. Oh, he's yeah. my nephew, Jay Boogie. So we got Jay Boogie in the building. Definitely. Yeah. Then, of course, uh, we got my son right there. That's King Caden, man. Hell yeah, hell yeah. Also, he's uh, dripping. He's, dripping, He always man. stay fresh. <laughs> he dripping. He, he, he definitely inspiring, too, because he makes me pay attention to see how the young you know, the young bulls yeah, are putting together. Yeah, uh, hell yeah. You know what I mean? He's original. Um, he also puts, like, the neck labels and does a lot of prep work to the apparel. Hell yeah. You know what I mean? He's 11. He'll be 12 next month. And, uh, you know, he's learning how to run a retail, you know, location by himself. You know what I mean? Yeah. So that's what's definitely. up, man. Yeah. Then of course we got the infamous DJ Grind Daily. Yeah. Now, if you know anything about Chop, you know, that's that's like my brother. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Like when it comes to uh the history of me, he's embedded into the fabric yeah. of it. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, he was he was rocking that music Saturday, man. Man, definitely, Sheesh. man. With me being the big Evo City, he's yeah. pub daily. Yeah. You feel what I'm saying? Oh, yeah. It's my right hand, man. He's been a part of the brand since the beginning. However, he's taking a more upfront role, you Hell know, yeah. as of 2021. You know oh, what I'm yeah. saying? We trying to get it to the masses at a larger pace. And he's gonna definitely uh, assist us with that. So oh, yeah. So Brian Daly. So uh if you guys don't know, just in case, you know, as you can see, we all seasoned up. Uh, season. Chop, tell them what, what, you, what we got going on here with Season and what's Season all about, man. Uh, first and foremost, uh, Season is a streetwear brand um, based on uh, basically hip-hop culture, streetwear culture. Um, I wanted a brand that represented me and people like me, you know what I mean, full of flavor, full of life, full of energy, but at the same time stood for something. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I just didn't want to throw some shit on the shirt. I wanted right. it to make logical sense, you know what I mean? So... Um, we started the brand in uh, 2017, October 27, 2017. And um, it just started with a couple tees and then just kind of grew to what it is today. You know what I mean? But um, could you break down the word like seasoned? How did you come up with that and why? Um, like I said, originally, um, I wanted uh, something that represented me. Uh, I had been doing well, I had been a part of the streetwear culture subliminally through music. So um, when I wanted to insert my way back in, I wanted to let the people know that I've been here. You know what I mean? I'm not a new cat. So with me being a vet, why not, you know, call it season? And then, of course, uh, when you get to the the basis of it, you know, like I said in the shop, but I don't care how much sauce you have, you know, you got to be full of flavor. You got to be seasoned. It's just a part of it, you know. Um, and I just feel like that ties and uh, uh, it, it sticks to people like me and, you know, we just ran with it, you know? Yeah. Hell yeah, man. I feel like it sums up a lot of you, the work you've done, man, because I, yeah. I I did my research and you've done. <laughs> I saw that was scissor hands cutting you up uh, outside the barbershop. Yeah, yeah, that was my um uh, uh first video, if I'm not mistaken. That was real dirt, you know yeah. what I mean? In fact, that was Grind Daly in that chair back then. He had the Mohawk back then. He was Mohawk Hogan, you know yeah. what I mean? So, uh, yeah, that was 2000. Seven, I want to say 2007, eight, and yeah. Boomtown actually shot that. You know, Boomtown oh. shot. What were we talking about? Music. A music video? 
Yeah. 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 Okay, okay. Boomtown yeah. actually shot that. It came from Houston, Texas. If you know anything about... Oh, Boomtown, um, that was my motivation yeah. to shoot videos. Yeah, that's yeah. my guy, man. Boomtown, man. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He came <laughs> went, from Houston and shot that. Yeah, yeah. definitely. With major video right here in the city. Yeah. You know I'm saying? Right, shot right there on the east side, so... Yeah, we were, uh, A.V. and I were looking at, the other day, we were looking at an old video. Uh, do you remember which one was it? Uh, I, I, I watched, I think it was uh, Red Dirt. That was it? Yeah, that shit Red was, Dirt. yeah, that was cold, man. Oh, it kind of oh. gave, like, that old school vibes. It's like, mm-hmm. you know, like, kind of brought me back. Because, man, I used to be the one that uh, would watch, uh, this was back in Puerto Rico. We had a channel that would give, put music videos on. Right. I don't remember which one it was, but they always would put, like, the old school, like, like T Pain, Lil yeah. Wayne type and shit. And I mean, Boomtown is like he had that that look. Like the videos, you, you it's almost like you know it's a Boomtown video. Right. He shot like, some historic stuff from from UGK, yeah, to Gucci Mane, and he was like to a, everybody. He, he was, was like, from the hood. That was yeah. that's yeah. what was crazy that he was He's putting from like Arthur, man, for real, real yeah. dude, real dude. And we met him in Houston, and we put together the play. He flew down with his whole team, man, and you know back then, you know. Um, they had to bring all the production stuff. It wasn't like you yeah, know, yeah. Nice cam. They had it to wasn't bring, just the jib and a little camera. They a box truck full of stuff. You know yeah. what I mean? They shot a major video right here in Oklahoma City. So, oh yeah, so it was amazing. You guys been one of like the pioneers when it comes to the music shit. So before you did the clothing thing, you were doing the music thing. Right. So what got you into the music? Right. Um, I'm gonna be honest, man. Um, I come from the street. You know, I literally, I literally come from the street and. Um, being from Hugo, I was around some cats that was doing music. Yeah. You know, I was pretty much just hustling and kind of helping fun what they were doing and just being around it. Because um, you were born and raised here? No, I actually was born in Hugo, but I spent majority okay. of my life in Northern California. I California? Spent my life, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, in Stockton, Hugo, California. Hugo, I'm, I'm, pardon my ignorance. Where, Hugo, where's Hugo? Southeast Oklahoma. It's right on the river. Okay. Literally, right on the Red River. You know what I'm saying? You literally can skip across the river and be in And Texas. what part of California? Oh, Northern California. Northern California. Yeah, Stockton, California, yeah. to be exact. Not too far from Oakland. You know yeah. what I mean? It ain't the bay, but it's Northern California. It's the valley. You know what I'm saying? Would you but, say that uh, California vibe... Got you also like kind of the, on the clothing streetwear, like not the- necessarily, you know what I mean? Um, California just kind of gave me up to come back to Oklahoma and Texas. I felt like I was just a step ahead, you know what I mean? Than everything. I really Would you say so you're the same generation as E40, Be Legit? Nah, that's way for me. I was Wait. a kid when I met them. You feel what I'm saying? Yeah. They they way they they the big dogs. You yeah. know what I mean? But uh, I grew up on that though. Okay. I grew up on the influence, the independent. Seeing that in Northern California, like yeah. you know, uh, it kind of rattled up the scene, like uh, the hip hop scene. It's yeah, just... hell yeah, especially being raw. You know what I'm saying? So I came back, um, and then I kind of started, you know, my thing in the streets. You know what I'm saying? Um, this is before music. I had never thought about. I wasn't a kid in high school freestyling, and I wasn't yeah. doing none of that. You know, I loved it. I love everything about the culture. So you didn't let nobody know, like I'm, I'm doing this. I, shit. I didn't have a desire to to rap. And, like, even when I go back, funny thing is I can go back and look at my yearbook. When I graduated, the shit that I was talking about is this shit I'm doing. Like, I want to be a boss. I want to be Birdman. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, to be honest, like, that rap was cool. But Birdman, who I was like, oh, okay, I want to be Master P. Yeah. You know, the artist was cool, but I wanted to be the guy behind yeah. the scene with the big bag. You right, know what I mean? Right. So, Rice that's ha- how kind of. Uh, Rice has a boss. Yeah. 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 <laughs> he did his research. <laughs> he did his research. But uh, yeah. I always wanted to be around. I didn't want to rap. Me being around rappers in the studio, that's how I kind of started rapping. You know what I mean? And it just, I didn't start rapping until 2000. 
three. Three. You know, so I even thought about it. Yeah. And it just, it just happened. But you used to like write songs back in the day, or no. it was just something that you like. All right, I'm hanging <laughs> around these rappers. I need to. It it it, it kind of happened fast. Um, hanging around them. Yeah. Um, just watching what they were doing, seeing the response they were. Did getting. somebody encourage you? Like, hey. yeah, my partner, Lil Rick. Shout yeah. out to Lil Rick, original Soul Throw Click. Being in the studio, um, watching them do their thing, and like, okay, playing around with it a little bit, freestyling a little bit. And they like, is, you're is it when he heard good. you freestyle? That's when yeah, he was like, yeah, oh, in the shit. Studio, like, you, you good. You really dope. You should do this. You know what I mean? And I started playing with a little bit more recording. Shout out to Chater Throw, my boy Chater Throw from So Throw Click. He had been doing music. He was a producer. You know what I mean? And um, I used to just go to his dorm room and record and just, you know, play around with it. Yeah. But I'm a hustler, so I'm thinking like, okay, if we're going to do this, we're going to do it. So I started looking at, like, how can we press CDs and... Like, get our name out there. Now, I'm already two feet in the street. Yeah. So, I'm already kind of connected with what make the thing go. Yeah. Um, I kind of started pressing CDs and started building a buzz. And from there, I was in. I was addicted. I started to see, like, people fucking with it. I'm selling CDs. I'm getting a small return back then. So, what was your hustle and strategy to sell these CDs? Do the same thing that made me. Like, I'm a people person. If you yeah. So, I'm going to go to where the cars are. I'm going to go to the trap. I'm going to go places. I probably ain't got no business. But I'm on the front line with it, you know what I mean? And I believe in it, and it's dope. And a lot of the time... Um, Would you say times have changed, like, in that aspect? Like, rappers, they can't, I, I, I wouldn't see that happening. They got generation. the internet now. They don't have to, but I think it, you know, they should still. Yeah. The internet is like a tool. It don't substitute for it. So you say... I was on the front line. I was outside. Yeah, you say you're a people's person, but you're also good at sales. Did you have a job that involved, involved I a, sales? I had a lot of jobs, man. That involved sales? That's nothing, too. A, a, lot of, a lot of rappers be lying. Like, I had a lot of jobs. I had yeah. a lot of regular jobs, bro. Yeah. And give me a second. Was there one that involved, like, sales? Like, hey, you got to sell this them. shit? Yeah. All of them. Yeah. From, from... You know, um, street pharmaceuticals. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, so uh, my first hustle. This is this is no cap. Um, my first hustle, man. I used to pick pecans, man. Like I'm from the country, so that was something that was, you know, I would get the pillowcases and we would go climb trees and shake the pecans out the tree, and um, we would go sell our pecans at the end of the day. But um, sometimes we would get there to sell them. And, like, the smokers would be there, and they'd be done sold all their pecans, right? Yeah. So they don't want to buy mine. They bought enough for the day. So I had to think, like, man, I either got to outwork them or I got to outthink them. You know, so what I started doing was um, I would go to the pecan shop, like, the, the lady that would buy the pecans before they open, and just be like, what can I do to where you just buy them from me versus them? And she like, well, you know, you think of it, you know? So I'm thinking... You can get me 50 cents cheaper, but you only got to buy from me. I did that at 12. I was smart enough to know that at 12. She's like, well, you know, how many can you pick? Okay, well, let me go get a team together. And I would go recruit my cousins, friends, and family, send the little ones up in the tree. Shit, we would sorry. pack them up, and I would give them. I learned that at 12. So, I knew then that I had the power to kind of like figure it out. Would you say that's like some DNA, like just some DNA shit that's in you? Like Definitely. My father was a hustler. My father come from that. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Uh, rest in peace to my father. You know, he passed about four weeks ago. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But he was a hustler all up and through the South. He originally from Mississippi. You know what I mean? And he come up to Oklahoma and met my mother, of course, in the 80s. But yeah, it's in my DNA. Yeah. Anybody know about my father, they tell you. 
Like he gets it honest. Because at the age of 12, doing all that, it's like you also had like leadership. You know what I'm saying? At that age, it was like. My mother still that into me. Yeah. Definitely early, early. You know what I mean? Like if you can tell, like uh, I'm on the heavier side of things. (laughs) And I just didn't get this way. You know, I've always been a dark skinned, heavy, you know, you know, uh, and we have a lot of money. So, of course, I didn't have the drip. You know what I mean? So my mother always instilled confidence in me. So regardless of what I had on or what I had, I always had my confidence. I've always been a leader. You know, this is something that has just been built in me. So, yeah, at 12, I was making those kind of decisions that kind of led me to, you know, just other things and mastering it. You know what I mean? As far as selling. But I've been selling literally my whole life. You know what I mean? Whether it was a product or just my lifestyle. So that card is is natural. It comes easy for me. Oh, yeah. So you said you started, you went to the studio. The homie said, all right, you got to go start rapping, bro. Like, you got this shit. So, like, where did it go from there? Because you also say you hit the streets. Yeah, I started uh, dibbling with it, like, uh, pressing CDs, independent shit, Um, going, doing show, local shows. Um, Shout out to my boy, Young Villain, man. I met him. He's from Tulsa. He the first person to take me to Tulsa. You know what I'm saying? And uh, I'm just tearing the streets down, like, the mixtapes and trying to figure it out. Um, And then I started coming to Oklahoma City, and I noticed the scene was like, you know, I had ties to people through the street who were rapping and could get me in some of these places and clubs and maybe, you know, introduce me to certain people and DJs. Um, and I would come every weekend. I was just fascinated by, like, damn, Oklahoma City got that shit. You know what I mean? So, um, my, me and my boy Dirty, man, shout out to Young Dirty. Rizzo so throw clip. You, do you think uh, they underestimate Oklahoma, like, when it comes to, like, artists coming down here and doing a show? Give me a look, like... Because uh, now it's... Little by little, artists have been coming down here. It's been like that. Has it? Swear to God. It's been like Cause that. Because they go to the small areas. Like, uh, the Criterion is a little bit smaller than, like, no, that, that's doing a Chesapeake. That's, that's like the come. new wave of shit. That's, like, just the, that's just because the, the money hip-hop ain't what it used to be. But when I came here, like, they were doing the biggest festivals ever. Yeah. I met Nipsey Hussle right there on the east side when the gang was at Zoo Amphitheater. Yeah, Oklahoma's like that's been there. I meant like Snoop and all them when they were doing the festivals here. Like, so what year? Get, what, like, like what year was this when you were seeing that Oklahoma was there was culture? I made here. it to Oklahoma City in two thousand five. Two thousand five, and I was like, "What the? F- I needed to get her." I remember going to a Yin Yang Twins concert and um, Lexus when the line was wrapped around the building, thousands of people upstairs, downstairs, like. You know, like seeing local acts up there, like what the fuck? I remember seeing Meant to Be at that show. Meant to be. Man, RB group, RB cats from her. Like they they been here, they vets. I remember seeing them at that show, like, what the fuck? Like they from the city. And I'm just like trying to get my shit off. Like, I need yeah. to be here. So of course they gave me the fuel. You know what I mean? I knew once I got here, um, you put me in the right situation. I'm a hustler. I'm gonna figure it out. Yeah. You know what I mean? So I just had to get here. And I got here, and everything literally went south fast. Oh, you know what I mean? I had a whole plan of what I was going to do to take over the city, and none of that shit worked. Damn. None so of that what, shit what happened? Um, Where did you miscalculate? Uh, how much it cost to really get into this business. Like the music shit? Yeah, I oh, come yeah. from the street, and I was fueling myself. You know what I mean? Like I didn't have like no no big team in the beginning. You know what I mean? So, so I was like, funded. fuck, I ran out of money fast. So I had to go right back to the street. Like, what the fuck? Let me figure this shit out. Yeah, it's, it's, I had to get a job and everything. Yeah. I was sleeping on my sister's couch. Like, like yeah. literally, like it, it, it went from me living 
um, like almost a rapper lifestyle back then before they knew who I was to come into the city and like Ew, fast. Yeah. And that's you know why you, you was like, I got to switch shit up. Hell yeah. And then like, um, as far as my team, um, we had a click. So throw click. Um, I probably was the weakest link when it come to rapping, but I knew I was the, I knew I was a hustler. I knew, um, my boy Chater though, he went to Chicago. He's a producer. So he had an opportunity up there. He was gone. Pew. Yeah. So I'm like, damn, that left us to figure it out. My boy Dirty, he went to Texas. I'm yeah. like, damn. So I guess it's just me. Yeah. But that time, it allowed me to uh, kind of focus on me and my craft, get my get my sound right, and just like grind. And that shit was the best shit ever happened to me. Yeah. Uh, uh, what? Go ahead. No, no, go ahead. At uh, what point did uh, the presidential trap house come about? Right around that time. I had been beating the streets up. And shout out to Chief, man, from Presidential Trap House. I've been knowing Chief for years, but, you know, that's through the street. He knew, like, me up that. Like, oh, no, he a real one. Yeah. You know what I mean? And Chief had a relationship with my sister. They was tight. So, of course, I was always around him. Now, I wasn't like, hey, check my music out, because Chief was hot. Chief come from the Nitro umbrella. And, like, this is my dog, but I never brought him my music. Like, let me get on. I want to earn that. Plus, I want my own. You know what I mean? But organically being around each other, of course he's gonna hear. He's like, damn, what you you know, what you doing with it? And I'm just trying to figure it out, you know what I'm saying? And a uh, long story short, him and Mike Smiley put together PTH. And um my sister rented him a car, man. I mean, like it was yesterday. And I had to drive a rental car back. But um I had a um MP3 disc, one like some freestyles I had on there. And you know, we left it in the car. Um, they took a trip, but they jammed that CD on their trip, man. When they got back, Mike Smiley was adamant about signing me. He didn't let up. He was on some Calipari shit. Like, he was showing up to my mama house. Like, like he was talking to me, like, from a yeah. street standpoint. Like, hey, bro. So, I, at this point, this tape, you made it, like, in the streets, funded it, however you could. It wasn't even a tape. It was just me going to the studio, crashing every beat that I get. Oh, I got you. It was just a CD with, you know how you, back then, we would go burn the music, yeah. and we ride yeah. to the CI sound in the car, you know what I'm saying? And um, he was on me. He like, I see what you're doing in the street, but if you do this rap shit with us, mm. you can make some real, I, I remember, like, it was yesterday, he said, you can make some real Johnny. I'm like, what the fuck is Johnny? <laughs> he like, Johnny Scratch, some cash, you know what I mean? And I just had never seen it. Like, somebody from Oklahoma signing somebody, it just didn't make sense to me. But, uh, you know, after coming back a few times, talking to me, I started watching him making moves and shit. I'm like, okay, well, that's cool. But he told me he believed in me, man. When he said that shit, it wasn't even about the money no more. You know what I'm saying? He's it like, was I like somebody it. willing to put their energy into man your vision. When he said that I was committed. You know what I mean? I was committed in, and I signed in, and I'm like, I don't want to be in a group situation, but I want to fuck with you. And this, that's how I was able to come into the situation. I was chief hype man for like a year, just going everywhere with him. But that allowed me to build a relationship, see how it worked. I was going to clubs, and chief was rocking out. I was like the hype man, homie. I was coming. But I was meeting DJs and just waiting for my shot. And the rest was history. Yeah. Huh. <laughs> the rest was history. So off cameras, we were talking about that there was a certain point that you guys, I think we were about to drop a tape. And then uh, I think it was uh, Homeboy that said, uh, why don't we 
put this out digital. It's yeah, going back man. to the times that we're in man, today. Yeah. So what? I remember it, that transition. I think. So what was your too? Yeah. What was your opinion on that? Because I thought it was fucking nuts. Just give you a backstory. Um. This in the beginning when I saw every like the whole digital shit didn't exist. You couldn't put music on iTunes and yeah. none of that. And then as time started to progress, um, the music business started to change. Because he came to you and said, "Hey, th- the music is gonna go here." Yeah, and like, you were like, like, "Yeah, it didn't make sense." And ringtones came out first. You know what I mean? I remember this making before, a bag off ringtones, and this was before. Uh, Lil Wayne's mixtape was about, was yeah, about to drop. Yeah, this was before the dedication. I dedication. remember specifically, um, and shout out to DB2 on DJ DB. Um, they're DJs, so they can kind of see where the business is going to. Now, I'm an artist stuck in my ways, right? Let me tell you about how it used to be, physical distribution, stuff like that. Like, I was surviving and living off that. You know what I mean? We getting anywhere from 10 to 15 for a disc. We shipping 20,000, 30,000 at a time. Do math. We yeah. was like, that's all that's, I did. You feel yeah. what I'm saying? And then, like, I had a situation where we were doing mixtapes on our own. We were dropping them in the street, getting them to the distributor, like, on our own. Killing them. You feel what I'm saying? Like, yeah. surviving. So, coming from that and hearing my DJ tell me, hey, listen. um, Put this out for free. Uh, Lil Wayne's about to drop this shit called Dedication. And I think it's going to be free. Like, a free download. And this is Grind telling you Yes, yeah, this. Yeah, it's my DJ. DJ Grind Daily. Yes. Yeah. And I'm like. That don't make no fucking sense. Like, give away, like, well, we just spent studio time. All the time. hard work This ain't the shit. homie studio. Yeah. This is you know, when we're fucking mind. <laughs> hour studio time. Yeah. This is when we buy beats from five to $1,000 a beat. This is no sound click shit. This is running it up with independent producers, and this is that. And you want yeah. me to give it away? It didn't It didn't make sense then. Mm. And, um, you know, arguing back and forth, eventually we, we kind of moved to that. Like, all right, let's do one. And then we started seeing the response off of it, like, okay, then and this was on YouTube or to that. Um, YouTube was kind of breaking its surface then, but this is um MySpace. I was the first Oklahoma artist on live mixtapes. Oh. You know what I mean? Shout out to DB. Go look, go check the dates. These are facts. Back then, before live, even World Star. We was on World Star numerous times. I never even knew what that was back then. Mm-hmm. I never paid to be on World yeah. Star. Like they would call us and be like, "Y'all hot? We gonna post your video?" Like, all right. Like we didn't know yeah. shit. Like and this it was, was just uh, what year? Breaking. What year was it? This was probably two thousand eight. You know what I'm saying? And this you is too. when the whole uh, uh, what was it? Uh, Sav Squad. Sav Squad. Now Sav Squad happened just a little bit later. Okay. A little bit later, you know what I mean? But this is still when I was the president of yeah. the Trap House. Okay, like, okay. me and Grom were transitioning with the time. You know, we put out um, Dirt Money 10. That's like our biggest seller to this date. And YouTube Dirt was barely two years old because YouTube, I think, came out in 20, uh, 2006. It was young. Like, we so, weren't going to YouTube two, to get music back yeah, then. Yeah. You know, you got to think. Then we had our own retail store in Oklahoma City on 23rd Mall with the King. So a lot of people was pulling up, getting the stuff directly from us independently. You know what I mean? Then we had situations to where. In the Texas. mall, you 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 guys had stuff in the mall too, because uh, in the oh, Grindaholic, yeah. everywhere, experienced music places like that. Yeah, they were buying from us wholesale. You know what I mean? Like we didn't have a lot of middleman situations. We literally survived off music. You feel what I'm saying? Yeah. yeah. So. Hell yeah, we was killing them. Yeah. We're gonna do a thousand ooh, units ooh, a week. Ooh, period. Ooh, ooh, ooh. Easy, yeah. easy back then. You feel what I'm saying? So it's like. To do that and then hear him say, all right, let's press this shit up and pass it out for free and let him. You fucking nuts. That's when I first thought, like, that don't make sense. 
But then as time progressed, paying attention, like they forced me to like change. Can we get grind up there right quick? Yeah, so yeah, you can yeah, talk yeah, about. Yeah. Uh, it's a good question. Good question. Yeah, but that's uh, that's good that you all that you adapt because a lot of people don't like the, to easy. adapt, and you 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 take L's when you don't. Yeah, it was it wasn't easy. He tell you, he tell you. Like if if I tell you like, hey, upgrade your phone, and you're used to the flip phone. You're going to stay behind. Yeah. And I'm you know honest, what I'm saying? That was, a, that was a, even with the label, um, they were saying stuff like, um, you know, like um, when music goes to phones and stuff yeah. like that, we need to be making like songs for that. I'm like, motherfuckers, I fuck with don't even got an iPhone. Like, yeah. you crazy as fuck. But now look, you know what I'm saying? Everything right it, there. It, it, it's all like, they seen it. They foreseen it. We, we so, gotta, you got to recognize Chop is like, when he say he's street, it's not really nothing that you can... He's not sugarcoating it. Like, <laughs> street is what he is. So hand in hand, dealing with people face to face, he's great. Like face to face, but when it came to the internet and things of that nature, like so you don't text, you don't. No, no, no. Now he does with the time. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, but ask him how many times he get missed calls. How many missed calls he gets a day? Long. Probably you about know? seventy, eighty a day. Yeah. Like, I probably got about two, three hundred texts in here need to be replied to. So I'm man, just, I appreciate you. You replied to us. Yeah, so I'll be paying attention now. If it's season, I'm gonna be honest. If it's, I really because it's the yeah, opportunity. It went for everybody, you know. But personally, yeah. man, you better come see me, man. Uh, you so know. what you're saying is he was basically in the street, and you're like actually looking at the industry. So you're like, right, like, bro, we got doing it. your research and shit. Yeah, like, yeah, I was I was up on the times when it came to uh, YouTube um, yeah. podcast. Like I knew where we were headed. We were heading. For for our phones, I knew that yeah. this was like in 2008, 2010, mm-hmm. between so, that time. Yeah, yeah. iTunes, I knew it was going that direction, yeah. but you couldn't really tell street guys, hey man, everything getting ready to be on your phone. Like, you I'm looking at it like the money, I'm looking at like 100,000 at least a year. Like, just give like that, that don't make sense. You yeah. couldn't tell these you didn't want to accept man. it. You were like, no, oh, no, like I'm gonna keep doing this, and then he, you gotta change. Then we exactly, to yeah, start finding ways. Like, okay, then I got a ringtone. Then I got a callback tone. I remember Sprint calling us like, hey, you know, okay, now they're apps. You know what I mean? Back then, they wouldn't add. It was like things that you could buy on your on phone. On the web or you like, know what I'm yeah. Uh, Sprint. Oh, what do they call it? Oh, they had like their own Sprint store on yeah, their phone. Yeah. But I remember getting a call from them like, okay, we're moving your ringtone. It's a high seller into our database. Meaning like if you go through Sprint store, you can find, and that's worldwide. That's just not just local. That's just not going to the app and finding it. I remember having a call, Tony Reed, so I'm getting them checks like, what the fuck? Then I started like, okay, this is a thing. I started channeling the energy towards that, like, more online and forcing myself to figure it out, sitting underneath him and becoming a student again. Like, how does this work? Yeah. Okay, so I need to talk to everybody on MySpace. Everybody? You know what I mean? I remember him telling me about Twitter. Like, hey, Twitter, bro. Get on Twitter. Like, and I'm like, damn, this is crazy. Like, so now he's, he's going to be the next one that we got to listen to. <laughs> yeah, that's what he was saying, too. Yeah, now yeah. I keep the young energy around me. They keep me polished. They keep me polished, bro. But you have to. I think the way technology is going, mm-hmm. like, you have to be on top of everything. On what, what the kids are listening to, what the, you know, people like us, the older people, and kind of keep that balance because that's how you're going to stay relevant. And you, you know? Like you said, you got to be humble enough to be like, okay, yeah, Let me change my ways, cause like, I, like this is a prime example. I like to cuss a lot, and the I algorithm on YouTube is gonna fuck uh, it up, mess it. 
<laughs> See, I, so didn't I, know like, that. I didn't know that. Yeah, so I'm it, like, it, you just schooled me. I didn't yeah. know that. Like, if you if he if it slips, it's cool. But like, yeah. we Sometimes tend to say it a, a lot. Too, like, yeah. so like, we're just we like, it, so we kind of got to watch. And I'm like, man, I don't want to change my ways. I, I want to keep, you know. But I'm like, you know, it might. If you want to grow or, yeah, you know, if, if he's watching us, I can't be dropping the f bomb every, yeah. you know. So. Yeah, so I hope I haven't said it too many times. Nah, you good, you, know, you good. Because I'm really unfiltered. Like, nah, nah, that, you got I'm, to. You know that's that's one thing we are like we're unfiltered. But right. it's like I, uh, both of us. Like sometimes I'm editing that shit. <laughs> you get what I'm saying? <laughs> it, it's whatever, man. Yeah, so I'm yeah. editing it. I, like, yeah. I remember like our previous podcast. He was like, "How can I adapt to this fucking shit?" I'm like, "Bro," and he's like, "Yeah, I gotta stop. I gotta stop." But then I have this fucking meal. I'm like, "Bro," so we. It's just, I, I guess it's habit. But yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah it, those are the little things that you just gotta like. All right, adapt, basically adapt, and, and, and change. A, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So, especially Definitely. the way I'm always up for that. I literally had to uh, learn everything, like become a student in everything I've done, from the streets to music to just business in general. Like when I'm really going to something, I'm gonna like soak up all the knowledge before I make that decision. You know what I'm saying? Right. But yeah, man, they they I can't take no credit for it. I just remember looking at them like, man, you nuts. I remember going to Smiley like, don't listen to them, man. They yeah. trying to make me give my shit away, like. Yeah. And now look, I talk to the young bulls who come in the shop artists now, and you know they—that's all they know. Like I'm gonna put it up for free. I'm gonna start like, wow, Well, going back to like what there was a game that's Fortnite. Mm-hmm. Did it free? Gave it to everybody for free, and they made billions. You know why? Like billions. <laughs> they gave it for free. Free. Yeah. So I was like, here's this game for free, and then I felt. I fell in that trap. I was like, the game is free, so I'm gonna buy these skins. I'm gonna buy this. I'm gonna buy this little like nice gun. You know what I'm so, saying? So it was a strategy. And I think that's what like Lil Wayne when he dropped that mixtape, that was a yeah. genius move. You know yeah. what I'm saying? So Lil so, Wayne was the first one to, uh, to drop a he was at the time he was like one of the biggest. He was the biggest to do it, but yeah. he wasn't the first. I can't even tell you yeah. who the first was. Uh, it was plenty of artists that did. Yeah, it. I'm pretty sure. Yeah, I remember Fifty uh, Cent is the future. Like I remember, like that was more physical though. Yeah, that was. You know what I mean? But um, he was the first one that I know we had a conversation and about. And that was on, like, uh, the like live mixtape app? It was on that Piff Live. It was on everything. Live mixtapes back then. It was, uh, what was it? What was the one that I was sitting there putting on the, the dirt? It was, like, crack spot mixtapes. It was, it was like, a bunch it was of platforms popping up. mixtape platforms yeah. back in the day. Like, it was a lot of them. A lot of distributors back then online. Man, that's the shift is crazy because I remember at least crazy. we got iTunes now because they getting streams now. You know, back then you wouldn't even get streams. Wow, well, like, it's crazy. Oh, download and it's free. Yeah, like the DVD era was crazy too, right? Oh, when yeah. there was oh, like, yeah. oh, who yeah. was the French Montana came up on that? Like, yeah, that was the uh, yeah, cocaine, yeah, yeah. Uh, cocaine, cocaine city. Yeah, cocaine, cocaine city. city. I remember yeah. that. I remember that. Oh, In fact, we had a couple of them. I used to be on all them DVDs. You know what I mean? From rapping and just talking about lifestyle and everything. So it's it's changed, man. Now it's all like you know yeah. I pay. Apple Apple Music is like ten dollars a month, and I get all the any any song. Yeah. And now it's cool because when Apple came out, when Apple Music came out, you mm-hmm. you like local artists can upload their shit there. So now they're making it where everybody. I remember, I had to sign a distribution deal to get on those platforms. Yeah. you know what I mean. So I remember that. I remember. So what like, does a distribution deal mean? Uh, long story short, my situation um, back then when it kind of first came, I had to go through. Uh, like a almost a third party company, and I gave up a residual just to get on iTunes. Now you can just go to like 
Two, What's the kid? Two, Disco kid? Distro two, kid four, or some shit. Yeah, and just like kid, give them yeah. a little percentage off each one. And it's good. Back then, you I signed a situation and um, they put it up on the platform's phone. And long story short, like funny thing is, all those years, all the digital stuff was going on. I never received a check up until probably like three, four years ago. Yeah. All the streams, everything. Yeah. I just never really looked for it. it. But it, it was just like I was in a label situation yeah. where I had to come. And it was lucrative. It was, yeah, you got to nice. think all them years. Yeah, just like up. savings, basically. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Man. You know, I had to fight for a little bit of it to make it was right, yeah. but it was, you know, it came through right. Crazy <laughs> how, how much people eat off of, like, one song, one album, like, the whole team, producers, and... and I'm spoiled, man. I'm be honest. Like, I, I, I don't like to say this to kind of, like, um, sour, like, the new way of doing it, but I'm spoiled on how it used to be. I'm still, yeah. like, um, and I got... Two albums, like 10 mixtapes, and like we literally just pulled them down off the platform not too long ago. They're gonna go back up. You said 10 mixtapes, yeah, 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 10. And it's like really more than that. I didn't, I didn't even, I'm spoiled on how it used to be. So when I look at the stream checks, like I got some partners that got a million streams, and I've seen their checks and shit. So what you're saying is that back back then they were you guys were getting a bigger chunk? Is that uh, yeah, yeah, I was getting some real money off rap. So I'm gonna ask you, book two, three times a week. We're going to get, now, that's how Caesar came apart, because I had the merch and shit back then. You feel what I'm saying? Killing them yeah. at the events, and then we getting the show back, and then we getting the, the physical distribution shit. So, for us in our situation, I can't speak for everybody else. It, it worked. Yeah. It was lucrative back back in the day. Like, yeah. you got to understand, right now, it's not as, as people aren't getting a, a lot of money when it comes to music, but... Back then, when it was hand-to-hand contact and you had to actually touch your customer, you were getting a lot of money. Well, there's... I'm going to ask you this question here real quick. Now we're in the music. Do you think 10, 15 years from now, labels are still going to be a thing? No. You don't even need them now. Yeah. That's what I was going to. And I'll be honest. I didn't need them then. It It was like a preference. You know what I mean? But... Um, you and they have they're they're building a bad rep for, for like like artists have been uh you know different taking situ- their mask off and it's obviously different situations but it, there's been a lot like mm-hmm. Megan Thee Stallion uh, to me it's like a preference uh, thing you know what I mean like some people don't want the 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 leg work of having to do everything some people are like you know what you do all the work give me some money and I just do this I'll be fine some people are fine with that. Some people don't want to go out and start a business. They'd rather just go to work and come home. That's no problem. Yeah. But uh, then some people are like, no, nah, you know what? Yeah. I'll do the heavy lifting because I want all the money. That's me. See, you know I was man? I was watching a live and then like it was uh, Russ. He was talking about the music industry and the label. He was pretty much being blunt about his situation. He's like, mm-hmm. the reason why I learned to make beats, produce all my stuff, because I own all of it. Right. Smart. So a lot of people think that. Touring is it's a good way to make money, but it's the he, best way now. Well, no, but no. now since COVID is like. Well, he he said this. He said touring, you make money, but you gotta also keep in mind your expenses. He was spending with his crew, whole team. He was spending a lot of money. Did we do that? Mm-hmm. So, so Smo- smoking some exotic. So, <laughs> so he <laughs> says he said where he makes his money is off of the streams, off of owning all of the stuff like the the, the masters, the beats, and, and see, all the that. Thing with Russ, I listened to his audio book and he studied like Birdman, and he was like me and my homie basically bought books of these people and just so basically they got to see the mistakes that other people yeah, made. Yeah, so like, like it's so, very important as an upcoming artist to 
Study the Do game. Do your research. Yeah. Study the game. Question. How many wrestlers y'all know? Not a, like period. Not not like personally. What do you like say? Like in the an artist that does it, that does everything like that. Yeah. How many? I mean, probably Jake Cole would be. Jake Cole is one right? that like I guess he produces his shit. I heard Travis Scott does mm-hmm. like. Ka- well, Kanye. Would you say Kanye? Kanye, I think too. Kanye. Kanye very, they're very shit. few, very few. Right, you know. Right, right, right. But Russ was an independent artist that was doing all. But this he did, yeah, he did. Oh, no, He's one of a kind. And shit, so yeah, yeah. 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 Russ is one of a kind because yeah. yeah. he has a shit ton of songs way before, like before he got a deal. Yeah, he had right. like. There's not too many Russes right. out there. Yeah, you're right. So you can't sit there and say, like me personally, I don't feel like record labels are going anywhere. We've been saying for the last ten years yeah. that. Uh, the radio was dead. You yeah. Know? We've been saying, I didn't oh, say they over. going nowhere. They're they, they going to be here, but are they going to be? I mean, they're going to be exactly what they are now. Yeah. They're a bank. A bank. A bank. A bank. You know what I mean? Because it's always. It's not Somebody going to always. So what you're, say, what you're saying is that nobody's money is really that long to be able to say, like, a label's not, can't do nothing for me. Well, like I mean. I, you have you have the internet, bro. It's a preference, bro. It's, 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 it's based off the streets. How do you want to work? Like, if, if, if. Touring goes away, artists are still gonna make money by streams. Like Russ said, he made off of I don't remember what songs. Off of those two songs, he made he made about five million right, off so of those two songs. Let me ask you a question. Okay, he made five million, right? And, and probably the slow way, right? So I'm the label. Let's say I want to give you thirty million right now to leverage some of your publishing. What do you do? Thirty million. See how you, you no, no, about no, but, no, no, but, but I'm, like, I'm the label, no, right? Right. I know you're right. gonna do that, right? Right. Let me give you thirty and let me leverage some of that. Put like, how long is the contract? I'm just saying, but we gotta talk. We gotta talk. Like, but when you see the label still exists now. The fact that you want to talk about it, let me know that well, the label I still may have a place. Yeah, Grant Cardone says, uh, "No, no interest is a level yeah. of interest." So it's like I gotta see, like. Yeah, but I'm just saying the label still exists. Then. Yeah. Right. If for now, yeah, we can have that conversation. Yeah, yeah. For it's now. like they, you know, it's just a bank. It's just high interest loan. I mean, so for, now, for me, that's not, what I uh, think. You know, yeah. what I mean? we're yeah. talking uh, labels and stuff. Uh, mm. Dame Dash, I know you huge fan of Dame. I'm a huge fan of Dame. So the Culture Vultures book, that's basically what it talks about, like mm-hmm. ownership and all that. Mm-hmm. Talk about that, man, and just how you feel, like what route you took and why. Me, fan, I've always, I always been a fan of like having ownership, you know what I'm saying? And um, My situation with Mike Smiley was hella dope because, uh, yes, I was signed to Presidential Trap House, but he always gave me leverage and he let me become a boss on his watch. You know what I mean? He let me make my own decisions. He didn't hover over me. You know, he didn't shug night me and none of that shit. He literally mm-hmm. let me. It was a partnership. Take. Yeah, it felt like that. It literally felt like that. And even when, you know, I felt like in my eyes, I grew the situation and I wanted to do my own thing. I had his blessing and he supported that. You feel what I'm saying? And it was hella dope. Like me personally, um, Dame, he was ganged up. It's just some people aren't. On that, some people don't push independent. It's no problem. It's a it's a preference, right? But me, I want I want the pie. I want to bust the pie down with my people. You know what I mean? I don't want to have to work for anybody. That's just me and my preference. You know what I'm saying? And I right. teach that to my son. You know what I'm saying? Like I instill that in him now. Like you know, you don't have to ever go to work for anybody. See, I didn't have that. We didn't have. That energy. I didn't know any successful black business owners when I was growing up. I knew the dope boy, and that's what I wanted to be. You feel what I'm mm-hmm. saying? But we shifting that narrative now. Like, he see me now. Like, I don't got to be in the street. I don't got to do none of that shit. Some days, I ain't got to take my fat ass to work. You feel yeah, what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. And I want him to have that convenience, but I put in the work to where I can say that. 
and I'm independent. You feel what I'm saying? There's nothing wrong with it. So it, feel, it feels as, a little better to know that you it feels a lot better. So I, I, I've, I'm not like I've had to go to work. In fact, like let's be honest, let's keep it real. After rap, I had to transition and literally go back to the to where I was working for somebody for me to realize, like you know what? Nah, this ain't it. Right, and this I feel like we it. have to go through that. We this have to. But I learned so much. Like um, I learned how to be a boss again because I knew okay. Um, when I get in my next situation, I won't treat my people like this. I won't do this. In fact, I'm going to learn from y'all and then they yeah. won't apply to what I was doing. You know what I mean? And yeah. I was out of there. You know what like, I mean? If I, when I have a kid and let's say I'm, I'm, you know, I got the bread to support and stuff. Mm-hmm. I still would want him to have a job mm-hmm. just because like it'll teach him like the struggle, like that you got to work to get your shit. Yeah. Like regardless if he wants to do it for six months, a year, whatever. Mm-hmm. But like, thanks for, so like me having like my first job was a fast food. Mine too. Church's chicken, Which one man. Was it? Churches? Yeah. See, I was at Sonic, man. Yeah. So I was like, at Sonic. That, man. That, that, I, man, it I was, got to, I was Brahms, man. I was square dead, man. Yeah, man. Dipping <laughs> in burgers. Hey, what you dipping in the ice cream? Everything. Now? I was I was doing, I was running the register, everything. Yeah, yeah. So that really it really taught me to like mm-hmm. be a hustler. Like, damn, right. if I if I don't Snap out of this shit! Yeah. I'm gonna be working here for the rest of my life, and I don't want to do that because I see, see people the, around you me. You see the older ladies that at least that yeah. that have, like you've there been for years here for fucking fifteen yeah. years. Yeah, yeah. so yeah. like Jesus. in a yeah, way, I, I agree right, with you. But you gotta I agree with you. At the same time, I, I make I let him work for me. You know what I mean? That way, I can give him the game and knowledge right, that he right. don't need to be a boss right. one day. Because you know they, but it's different. Sonic, they not That's different you to be an owner, they right? Not, but it's different. You know what I'm saying? But it's more of the experience. Like right, I right. went through this job that was like at least a fr- I, I was there for three years. Mm. The first year was a cool because I was like, damn, I got yeah, a job. I can, I it, stay it, for it builds years, character. Man, I was out of well, I, it builds character. Well, how old were you? How were you? Uh, 17. Seventeen. Sixteen. I, I got the job when I was sixteen. Mm-hmm. So my thing is, I think the the reason why I stood there was because I built a relationship with. Uh, the coworkers that we were mm-hmm. going out and I was young. So I was going out, getting fucked up at the age of 17, 16, you know what I'm saying? Uh, so then as, as I'm growing up, you know, it's like my second year, third year, I'm like, damn, I got to get out of here. Like it's time for me to snap. Like I already had my run you got, here. You got lost in the sauce. Yeah. So I, I was like, <laughs> I was like, I got I got to get out of here, but I learned a lot as far too. as like mentality being yeah. tough. I got to boss up, you know what I'm saying? So like, I feel like if, at what point did you know it's time to go? Well, it was like my second year, you know? It was my second year and I was Was it something was it something that happened? Well, I fractured my hand playing basketball. <laughs> so, I was out for like 6 months. So, like in that time I was like, "All right, as soon as I fracture my hand, I'm like, that's it. Mm-hmm. I'm done." So, I went and put my 2 weeks in and that was it. You know, that was it. That was the, the final. I don't even think I did that, man. Like, I, for one, um, my sister, man, she lied on my application and got me the job when I was 15. Of course, to, you know, me get me in there. Of course, you got me 16 over home. Yeah. And get yeah. Me the job. And, um, you know, my sister's like, she like my OG. You know what I mean? She really did that to try to pull me out the street. You yeah. know what I'm saying? But that was really worse because. how long Sonic, you were there? <laughs> you were like, uh, this seven. And I what? was killing them at Sonic. Like, I was like, like. And how long were you there? <laughs> Um, I was there for about a year. Yeah, 
You know what so I'm saying? But shit. I was catching plays at Sonic, man. I was on some bullshit. Yeah. Man. Like, yeah, like, on payday, I would get, like, my check and my boss check. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, it was like, I was on some bullshit. Yeah. I did not need to be there. Hey, but it's crazy. Fast food places, it's like, uh, the people that work there, they're just going to have drugs. <laughs> I know, man. You know what? Oh. It was like I started smoking. Like, we used to say, he's not lying. He's no, not you're lying. not. You're not no. lying. Just keep it real. I remember, he's not lying. And then, then like behind the, the, was not behind the, the trash can, this older lady would be back there. She'd be like, come on, Eric. Like, Bro, my manager See, used to be like. That's why the older ladies work there because they know it's not that they're not going to piss test me, you know. Yeah, yeah. I'm going to smoke my weed. I'm going to have a good time. So yeah, you know. Yeah. My Boy, manager, like, it. we were so cool that my manager would be like, "Y'all feel like drinking?" Like, what we, we used to close, Damn, and he, he was like, up drink hey, he would give me the hey, go go get some beer." And we would be in the back sipping, bro, sipping. Man. Oh, there's a customer. That's what's wild it. about fast food, yeah, man. We're trusting was, people uh, with our man. food. That yeah. <laughs> I knew what was up with when uh, my mom, I, I had more money it. than like, the super And I was like, he was trying to borrow money from me and shit. I'm 15 at the time. I got more money than everybody in the building. Yeah. You know what I mean? I'm like, this is not for me. I've out this ain't this it. Situation. Yeah, You, you felt goofy in there. But did you learn something from that experience? I learned a lot. You know what I mean? I learned I didn't want to do that ever again. You know what I'm saying? Ever again. For real. You know what I'm saying? Immediately. But um, it did teach me some responsibility to an extent. Yeah. Like, Holding myself accountable, you know what I mean, shit like that. But I was out of there in like a year, you know what I mean. I was yeah. back to the street. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Have you always uh, been the type that's just like on your own rules type of thing, independent? Just definitely. That now I get that from my mom. I always been. He'll tell you. What's the pros and cons to that? Don't ask me that because I'm saying ain't no cons. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm uh, of course, um, when you stand on, you gotta stand on. You gotta accept the good, the bad, and the ugly. And I'm willing to do that. I'm built for that. You know what I mean? So uh, when I make a decision, of course, it's going to be for uh, the benefit of myself first. I'm self first, not selfish. You feel what I'm yeah. saying? And uh, I'm willing to stand on my mistakes, too. Though. I'm willing to be accountable for both the good and the bad. Because I done made some bad decisions. I done made, I, and I make them live around my young bulls. And then I show them I'm accountable for them, too. Like I At fucked up. Time, I'm I, fucked up. up I fucked up live, too. So don't make the same mistake I did. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Can so, you break that down to self? Uh, self, self first, not self. It's it's um to me it's a difference. You know what I mean? If I'm making decisions and I'm moving uh, for myself and my family well being, um that's self first. Selfish is like me not even considering and not even giving a fuck about what happens after me. Mm. I care about what happens after me, but at the same time, I'm a step of me and mine first. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, hell yeah. All right, so let's go into this transition of like, you said the music kind of helped you build up season. So yeah. take us from there. Um, oh, wait, hold up. Since it was presidential trap house, then break down the whole sa- uh, Sab Squad. Sab Squad. See, Status already verified. Yeah. You want to touch on that? You want to touch on that? The transition from presidential trap house to Sab Squad, basically, we saw the writing on the wall and. Me and him had a conversation to where it was like, yo, we got to kind of separate ourselves from what's getting ready to happen. And we did it before. We did it probably about a good year and a half before things popped off as far as presidential trap house is concerned. But we just wanted to have our own brand, our own name for something that was for us, but also that was in tribute to somebody that we respected and loved at the same time. So Sab which, Squad which status was, already. Uh, his name was Young Savage. Mm-hmm. And, uh, Long live Young Savage. Yeah, he was uh, Mike Smiley's nephew. 
And uh, shouts to Joycey as well, man. That, mm-hmm. Joycey, that's his mother. And uh, he was a good kid, man. He, he probably, what was he, eight year, 18 years old when he got out of jail? Yeah, yeah. He got out of jail. He, had, he was the one. He was in jail probably about a good eight years before that. I ain't gonna say eight. He did a little stint. He probably went eight, though. Probably about, about five. Yeah, he did a little stint, he though. He did a good five He was years. the one, though, man. He, he was had, the one. Uh, yeah. He had, had skills. He was nice. But when he came out of jail, he was like our number one fan. Mm. And he knew our, our names before we even knew who he was. He knew our names, our li- the lyrics to the songs and everything else. Yeah. And he just wanted to, you know, be a part of the, a part of yeah. the, of, yeah. of the wave. He hit the ground running. I yeah. remember when we first came home, he was on ankle monitor. Yeah. So we couldn't take him on the road with us. But what's dope is it forced him to like live in the studio. Mm-hmm. He'd be in the studio every single day. It's the time to go home. He had a curfew and everything. But um, he was the one. He yeah. was the one. If it's anybody I've ever seen immediately have it, he was the one. You feel what I'm saying? He yeah. was young. He had to look. And he would just light up a room. If he walked in this room, you'd be like, who is this guy? Yeah. He just had that star power about him. And how old was he when he passed? Uh, I want to say 21, 22. Yeah, yeah, young, yeah, young guy. He was young, maybe younger than that. I think he was 19. I want to say yeah, 19. Yeah, he was 19, 20 probably yeah. when he passed away. But uh, he was tragically taken by just another hater. You know, saw who he was, knew who he was affiliated with, and took him away. Yeah. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? And uh, it was tragic, man. It was very. very, very sad, man. But at the same time, we didn't want it to uh, down what he his his energy. Yeah. His energy was all about go, go, keep going. Like so we just took the took the name Savage, shortened it up, Sav Squad, made it meant made it meant something. Our status cause he was already verified when he first came home, you know what I mean? From his streets to our streets. And uh we just took that and ran with it. Sav Squad, man. And we we put a crew together. Got a lot of dope people. I think dope the, people, dope people. Uh, first, first Shit. member was Dirty. Yeah, Young Dirty. He's been in the saddle with me since. So throw click. You know what I mean? And I mentioned he went to Texas uh, when it all kind of split. So when I got my situation, I went and pulled my guy back into the situation. Like, hey, I'm up. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? I can, I can, I can do this shit now. So we pulled Dirty in. Uh, young Jones was an artist. Young mm-hmm. Jones, of course. DJ Grind Daily, DJ DB. We brought in J Poe. You know what I'm why, quick question. Now that we're talking about like these, yeah. you know, the, the situation, why do you think artists like street artists, like let's say you're King Vaughn and like mm-hmm. Pop Smoke that been, you know, killed. Like, why do you think it's so hard for them once they make it as an artist to get out of the streets? Man, uh, I can't speak for them. You know what I mean? I can speak for me. It's you like, know what I mean? if I make it as a, if like, if I have to hustle in the streets and be in the streets while I make it, once I make it, doesn't it make sense to just, it makes you know? a lot of sense, but one thing I can say about these streets, man, like, um, it's a lifestyle, it's an addiction. Mm-hmm. Sometimes I think it's like a mental illness to an extent, but I can speak mm-hmm. on me. Um, that's yeah. all I knew. I come up in the street, and I didn't look at it like I made it. I looked at it like, well, shit, I just got a little money now. I can but take care now of Now it's, it's more of like a popular thing. Like, if you're going to be a rapper, you have to be, even if you're faking it, like, you have to be, like, from the I don't the understand that. But I, that's I, what I'm that's saying. It's like... I, I, I literally don't understand, like... um making it and then wanting to be. Yeah. If you come up in the street, that's just who you are as a person. Um, it's wise, of course, to transition out. That's the goal because if not, you know, they'll bump your ass off. You know what I mean? Yeah. Let's, let's let's be real about it. But at the end of the day, um, I can speak for me. Like, I literally had two feet in the street and I got somewhat of a clout and I was just wise enough to have people around me to be like, okay, now it's it's, you know, it's time. 
Me being a sponge, I did that. You know what I'm saying? A lot of people don't. Yeah. A lot of people don't have those people around them. A lot of people don't have a big homie. They don't have somebody like, hey, bro, sit your ass down somewhere. Yeah, chill you out, know? chill you, out. You, you bigger than the situation now. They don't have that. You know what I mean? Like, think about it. If the oldest cat in your clique is 19, 20, and you and this, you're going to make 19, 20-year-old decisions. I know what I was doing at 20. Were, so, were you, do you always put yourself around older people? I've always been like that, but um, naturally... Um, it's kind of crazy because I'm like one of the oldest ones now. You know what I'm saying? And um, I've always kind of stood firm on being around people who've been there before. You got to think like um, I graduated and my mother literally left the next day. I've been outside. She prepared me to be outside. You know what I'm saying? Um, I have older siblings. There's a, a six-year gap between me and my siblings. So I was raised in the house watching teenagers move. I've always been more mature I've always been, you know what I mean? So, um, as far as being gamed up, I've always been that way. I didn't watch a, the, the cartoons like, you know, a typical little kids. My brother was a teenager in my in my room, so you know he was, you know what I'm saying? Like, So, I've always been kind of ahead of the people generally my age. Mm. I graduated high school when I was 16, you know what I'm saying? So, imagine a 16-year-old now. It's not the same. I was conditioned to be outside, yeah. so I've always been more mature. Yeah. Damn. That makes a lot of sense. Hell yeah. Uh, so, did we finish what we were talking well, about? Uh, mm-hmm. After Sav Squad, uh, you guys hit the... Uh, man, that, it sounded hard. The mix, It sounded like some DJ drama. Like It was like, yeah, Boy, that yeah, era. Man. Jay Poe was going really crazy on the there. The surface yeah. of it. Yeah. You know what I mean? It, it, it really gave me the playing field to show people, like, not only am I an artist, like, I can do this this shit too. I'm a boss. You feel what I'm saying? Like from tearing down the road, we took the same blueprint and we just applied it to the new situation. And then that'll allow other artists to arrive. Like I'm gonna tell you, like it's artists around the city that y'all know. I'm involved in all their situations, whether in one you know, way or the other. Or not. And yeah. they know it. You know what I mean? Now, do I put it out there? No, but I can tell you probably. What is it? What was understood? Was understood? Doesn't have to be explained. explained. Yeah, and yeah. I ain't do that for the cloud or to say I did that. I did that because that's why I love know, it, I man. Now that like on the door it says uh, we are the culture, like uh, that. Just walking in there is like damn. It brought flashbacks of like grindaholic media. And, yeah, that's uh, the OG. Is that, is that you in the beginning of uh, one of the videos? It's like orange car, and I think the red dirt video. Is no, it no, the no, no, orange car. That's um. Oh, just got big. Just got big. Yeah, yeah, that's him. That's him. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Just got big. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so like all that stuff. That was his song, matter of fact. When I was like, what, 16, 15? That was what I was watching. Like, I was like, how can I, you know? That was towards the end of it, too. You know what I mean? Yeah. That was towards the end of it. So would you guys say you guys were one of the pioneers, like, that started, like, a movement as far as, like, the music Um, shit? We, we. We are pioneers, but of course, out of respect, there were people before us. Yeah, yeah there was definitely people. There was people before us, like definitely doing that thing. SB is one of them OGs. Yeah. Nitro, one of them OGs. Uh, bucket, uh, what is it? Bucket, bucket low. low. Yeah, yeah. all yeah. these people were yeah. before yeah. us. Bucket low, you know what I mean? Polo. You know what I mean? Yeah. Those guys, Kurt Dog. Oh, Polo. Yeah, yeah I worked with Polo. Yeah. Yeah. Now I can yeah, say this, crazy. and I can stand on this, and they'll tell you. I've worked um, with Nitro too. Nitro, something else. That's my guy. That's my guy. I was one of the um, influential pieces in putting together. The 405 and the 918. They tell you, like, when I first got to the city, that shit wasn't happening. Mm-hmm. It was only a couple few that were 
Allowed to go to Tulsa. Yeah, like, yeah, I ain't gonna say allowed. I ain't gonna step on them like that. But SB was one of the people that was going back and forth getting love in Tulsa. Mm. But it wasn't a lot. Like, that was, uh, and they got some history. I ain't gonna really dig up the history because, yeah. for one, I don't really get involved with the street politics like yeah. that. I'm from a 580, you know what I mean? But I was influential in that. I remember going to Tulsa, you know, as an artist based out of OKC, and no other OKC artist would go with me. I remember that. I yeah. remember being at shows in Tulsa, like feeling the tension. I remember that. Yeah. But then again, I also remember meeting the factors in Tulsa. Yeah. You know, YH, my dog CO2. Like, I remember meeting them and them embracing me and bringing me in and doing the same thing, like bringing them to the city. I remember bringing Poe to Tulsa. I remember bringing Star to Tulsa, like, hey, it's cool. I remember that. You know what I mean? Like, and I took a lot of arrows. A lot of people don't know that because. You gotta think like when I get the toss in the beginning, I'm the I'm the I'm the city. You know what I mean? And when I get back, uh, it's like, oh, you fuck with them, but you gotta forget I ain't from neither. So imagine how they feel when I get home. Yeah, like mm. when he, we don't fuck with none of them. I took a lot of them. I, I laid a lot of that foundation. This is before social media when you had to be outside. You feel what I'm saying? Yeah. I'm places where they probably wouldn't even think about going. Did and you I still care, like that. Did you care about being judged? I ain't give a fuck about nothing. I still don't. You know what I mean? That's why you win. I still don't. And I still got a relationship with all those people and where they'll pull up and tell you, like, nah. Chad was one of the first, like, down here, like, like, fucking with us. And he was bringing us to the city, connecting them dots. I sit back on social media and I seeing them, like, working, connect. I'll be like, that's beautiful. Because okay. I remember being at radio station events and they bring the city artists to the Tulsa event. Yeah. And they're like, you the only one. So I'm in those, serious. In those times, basically, you just gotta pull. You just had to pull up, basically. Like shit, you had to. You had to be outside. You had to. That be right out. there eliminated a lot of the lot of the fuck shit because you can't hide behind that keyboard. <laughs> nah, nah, nah. You outside. Yeah. If you know anything about Tulsa, man, they with that shit. Uh, they with that the, shit. You come down there playing, boy. They with that shit. Th- uh, th- what is they call it? Dogtown. They got that heat. They got that heat. Shut up. Hey, listen. Tulsa got some of the dopest artists in the dopest scene. Yeah. You got to think, like, when I started doing music, I broke in Tulsa first. I just lived in the city. Go look at the history. All my records broke in Tulsa first. And then the city caught on later. And I'm like, I live here. Yeah. So uh, if you had to say. Which scene is is more popping? Like as far as hip hop goes, talking about hip hop Tulsa, hands down, yeah. easy, yeah, hands down. That ain't even that ain't even a. It's not even a what? question. Oh. Hands so they've been ahead, hands down. And, oh yeah, yeah. And that's yeah. what I love about Facebook memories too, because when it rolled around, I share it again. Like I told y'all this in two thousand eight. I told y'all. <laughs> I told you. Yeah. What y'all talking about now? I said that then. Yeah, you're the Dame Dash. <laughs> <laughs> Shit. I'm just saying, like, these these are facts. These are facts, and they'll tell you, like, yeah, it wasn't a lot of that. Now it is. It's hella dope. But fuck no, man. I was like, CO2 will tell you. Shout out to the YH, man. He'll tell you. There's talent now. Like, I mean, there's talent. Like, it's, yeah. it's out there, man. It's crazy, like, Hell just yeah. to, to be able to witness the whole... The whole scene, you know, you Tulsa got their artists. We Hell got yeah. our artists out here. Together too. Yeah, as it should be. You they know. So would together. you say there's less tension now, or yeah, yeah. Hell yeah. 
Definitely, man. Hell yeah. yeah man, it's, man, it's cool. It's yeah, I've seen. All love yeah. now. That's what yeah. I'm, yeah. As it should be. As, As it, it should, should be. be. Because right. it's, uh, at the end of the day, it's Oklahoma, so why not get together to create something bigger? And Ooh. then I feel like, um, I don't know if, how gangs, like, I feel like gangs have, like, watered down now. It's not, like, so much about... Gang, gang banging and stuff like no, years they, back. They, doing it, they just doing it on the internet now. Yeah. <laughs> it's just on the internet now. It's not. Yeah. Uh, yeah. They ain't outside gang banging like that. Because I man. even like the South Side. I remember for a while it was like the South Side Central. It, it was war zone over there. Yeah. Like oh, yeah. I, 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 crazy. You know what? I the always city, respected yeah. the city. You know what I mean? Because but I never got involved with like the gang culture. Like you know, like who I'm gonna commit to. None of that. Because I'm a hustle. I'm a fuck with everybody. You know what I mean? You got to think. My CEO was a blood. You know what I mean? But Chief, who brought me in, you know, he's a blue rag. You know what I mean? So, you it, never it got, always was love. You, you never said, like, I have love for this set or that. I got love for everybody. If you're a hustler, I got love uh-huh. for the hustler. You know what I nice. mean? But I'm not going to, like, commit to just, I only fuck with it. Nah, man, fuck that. So, that's yeah. probably why you were able to maneuver. Because you didn't. I never got involved with, like, politics and, nah, if it ain't, nah, I'm good. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Nice. So, uh, now going into like your brand, you know, you transition mm-hmm. from the music to season. Mm-hmm. Like, how are you like, how the hell do I take this brand and scale it to a level where the city knows? A lot of people don't know I had a brand before season. Which was you what? Know what I mean? Sav Life. Sav Life. Okay. Um, it was some merch that we did, of course, that was attached to Sav Squad. You know what I mean? And we had all types of merch. In fact... Um, when the CDs and shit stopped, like, started declining, the merch is what kept us afloat. Like, I still see Sav Life shirts in the city. Like, mm-hmm. damn, it's crazy back then. But that allowed me to learn, like, how to find uh, the vendors, what screen print is, how much it costs, yeah. how to put it together. Like, that was the early stages of it. But I made a huge mistake in attaching. Well, first, I didn't understand the difference between having merch and having a apparel brand. What I had was merch. You know what I mean? So but, what's what's the difference? Um, merch to me is attached to attached to a brand. You feel what I'm saying? Oh. Like, okay, I was an artist, um, and I have merch. So okay. therefore, when I stop doing music, there's it's 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 out of there, you know. Like what, I didn't yeah. let the brand stand alone. That was just merchandise attached. Because if they would ask you like What's that about? I was like, oh, back in the day when I used to yeah, do music. Yeah, so the narrative not, is different. Right, you know what yeah, I mean? yeah. But um, having merch allowed me to learn the process, and then I was able to build that into a brand. You know what I mean? Like, um, once I got out of music, I went to Texas for like four years. You know what I mean? I didn't do shit. Like, I literally went back to work. These, this is like no cap. A lot of people don't know this shit. Like, when I stopped doing music and... The folks came and tore apart that situation I was in. I was broke when I moved to Texas. I didn't have shit. You feel what I'm saying? I didn't have nothing. I went from, you know, the year before, you know, walking around the city, you know, $80,000 in jewelry on my neck to nothing. Mm. Trying to survive. You feel what I'm saying? Because when they came and tore apart the situation, that affected me too, whether I was in it or not. And you got to be a strong-minded, like... You got to, to, to kinda my, I'm booked two, three times back. a week at yeah. the time. Now it's like, that phone ain't ringing. So how were you able to deal with that? Like, your was it like your ego and shit? It was... T- well, I never really had an ego, you know what I mean? Um, but it was a humbling experience because um, I had to literally go back to work. I had to figure it out, you know what mm-hmm. I mean? Like, um, I had my son. I just had a daughter. 
So, you know, I got to think early then. I didn't have kids. Now I got two kids. Um, The situation happened and I left. And now I'm forced to figure it out. I'm with the Texans. And shout out to my dog, Rick. Shout out to my dog, Dre Pat, Mike Menace. Like, these are like my family outside of what I do. And they, you know, embraced me and literally looked out for me until I got up and on my feet. You know what I mean? And they wanted to see me win. You know what I mean? And once I figured it out, of course, I hated the city. I, I didn't want to come back to the city at all when I left because I felt like um, when the situation happened with the label and everybody was indicted, everybody turned their back on me in the city. That's how I felt. It was like, damn, I was just the city's favorite. I'm booked up. I'm going everywhere. And then this happened. It's like nobody even wants to stand close to me. Nobody. And, then and that, I probably never said this on no platform. Like I think the, the the crazy thing with that is people just get scared to be associated with their Exactly. Like, oh, exactly. Man. Exactly. Oh, shit. Oh, fuck. Like, oh. Yeah. Ain't no promoter want to book me. Ain't nobody want no verse. So I literally had to figure it out. You know what I mean? Go back to what made me like, okay, let me. And that's what the crazy thing about rap, that somebody can go from like to just yeah. like the young guy uh, with the Corvette Cor- Corvette song yeah. like yeah, yeah. Yeah. I ain't got no jacket on me like him though no, <laughs> no, 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 no but that, that it's just wild fit that day. like it's wild that he, yeah. from one day to the next it's like yeah. well mine it was it was more of it, it wasn't like shit stop because you know shit still sold but it was more on the um, personal level like damn I don't want to do music no more Everybody's is. It was just like, damn, the people that I know love and do this shit with, it's like, fuck. So as you coming back to the city, like, you're like, fuck. I didn't come back with the energy. I stayed gone until, um, you know, um, I sent for my family. First, I went by myself. You know what I mean? And then I sent for my family a couple years later. And, uh, you know, Texas is cool, but it's not my home. It's not my home. And plus, my girl hated it. You know what I mean? She hated it. And um, I came back home for uh, one Thanksgiving, and it snowed bad. And I was forced to stay here for a couple more days. And uh, I just rode around the city, and I started watching it change. I started watching this shit come together. I'm like, damn. Like, what the They putting up a scissor tail? Like, what the fuck? <laughs> it started to change. I started to see the north side come together, and it was like, and I'm watching the music scene, like I'm watching the artists starting to work. All the shit that I feel like, damn, I wish I'd have had. Because yeah. I remember being in Dade County in, in the Carroll City Market, screaming OKC on the stage. And they like, what the fuck is that? <laughs> we ain't never heard of that. And then the thunder arrived and all that. And now oh. it's, I remember, this is before then. And then I'm seeing it come together. Like those days I was here at Snowbody and I'm like. Man, I laid a lot of foundation in this shit. I damn sure don't want it to come on without me. And, like, you, and you're still that. at this that. This is what we were working for. You're still at a perfect time, more wise than ever, seasoned yeah. up. What? So, of course, we made a decision to come back. Now, I wasn't even outside when I came back. You know, as they leave. I was still just flying below the radar. You know, I got a house in Edmond, and we just was watching a scene. You know, season still hadn't become a thing, but I kind of wanted to get back in. I didn't want to do music, but I wanted to kind of like associate myself back with the culture on some dope shit. You know what I mean? And that's how I decided to start an apparel brand. At that point, it was like, okay, I'm going to do some apparel. I've always had to do it. You know what I mean? Um, as far as put it together, be creative. Because when I was getting my rap budget back then, I couldn't go in a Louis store because I was a fat boy. 
You know what I mean? I always had to create my own fresh. You know what I mean? So I just kind of start playing with it, start putting together designs, watching streetwear brands, doing my homework for a year. I watched cookies grow into cookies. Mm. I met Nikki Diamonds 10 years ago, Diamond Supply. Like, I knew all these people. I just didn't, you know, I've been a huge fan of Carl Canal. I can tell you his story backwards. I seen the FUBU story, but this is stuff I've always knew. I just never really thought about doing it. You were focused on being a rapper. That That's year. it. When all the time my gift was, you know what I'm saying? And yeah. then I started inching my way in and the rest was kind of, you know. Yeah, it was different. Definitely when we like, went to the store Saturday, it's like it was just nothing but vibes. Think? Tell the people, like, honestly, what was you thinking of your energy coming in? It was Vibes, man, like it, yeah. like the the whole just seeing the store, seeing the different types of like shirts, like hoodies and stuff, like, and then talking to you guys, seeing mm-hmm. the people coming in, like that yeah. that was a, a unique experience. It's like shit, y'all want to go to the store? Saturday is the move, man. That's where hey, it's at. Hey, let me let my nephew speak on. Yeah, that, speak tell on him what's that, tell him what's going on, man. man. See, he don't speak too much. I'm gonna make him speak today, though. Yeah, yeah, he, he has to. He's, he's he's a big part he of the brand. Tell you the process, like. So what what does it look like, man? He's on the forefront of it. You yeah. know what I mean? Let's talk about season Saturday, man. First off, let's talk about um um how we got to do season Saturday. You know what I mean? Because you remember when we were in the garage or the dining room first. The dining room. <laughs> we was in there. Yeah, I was just mapping it out in the, the garage. To really it was in the house at first. Yeah. But then we moved to the garage. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. It was, it was a long journey. Yeah, <laughs> a long journey. What was the process like back then? Like, what were you actually doing? Like, what I was doing, I was like, I started like Photoshop or what? No, was I started off folding shirts, folding, folding shirts. bagging shirts. That's what I. You was like, yeah. all right, I'll, I believe in your vision. Let's let's, yeah. you know, say. So. I was in high school. Yeah, yeah. So what? Yeah, you were what juniors? Uh, what, what you I was, it was like the end of my sophomore year. So folding shirts and then from folding shirts, what was I went to. Oh, he used well, to take the shirts to school too. Yeah, he used to uh, send them to the trap bag. Yeah, yeah. See, send him the trap bag. Like, hey, go see what your boys see. That's about dope, this. man. That to have yeah. a your circle that you know you can trust to start something. That's yeah. that's that's key and that's amazing, bro. Not like not everybody that wants to start a business has that. So it's like yeah. that's a blessing right there, man. Yeah, he's yeah. been around me the whole time. Man. He used to take the trap bag to school and yeah, get his hustle. So is. Man. He the one you were talking about that goes to the barbershops, yeah, hustling. Okay, 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 okay. Okay. Yeah. Shop, so. uh, okay, that's what it was, huh? So was talk to us about work. that, man. Like what so you that's in you to just go and do you like have a pitch that you pitch to the people like, hey, I got this merch. I got Tell this us your duties. What do you do? Like actually Tell them what you what do. I do. <laughs> so I run the store when okay. he's not there, you know? So I'll be I run the floor, I do the inventory, I run Basically everything in the shop. Yeah. I open it up, close it, everything. Then I'm, what he say is outside. Heavily mm-hmm. invested. Yes. Mm-hmm. So I'm starting to get everybody to know who I am and yeah. who we are as a brand. Yeah. yeah. So I'm just letting everybody know. Because you yeah. you say he, he doesn't talk too much. You don't talk too much. So nah. are you now developing that, like, I got to be a people's person? I got to, yeah. you know what I'm saying? Like, I forced him. I put him yeah. in that box. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> So, so was the did he have the initiative just all on his own or is there days where you have to be like hey come nah, on man no nah, no nah, I don't have to push him to work and I can say this man this is I'm not saying this cuz he's sitting here he's never called in he don't be late 
He's there. I ain't talking about we open at 11. He get there at 11. What time do you get there, Jay? Shoot, 10. You feel what I'm yeah. saying? I don't have to force him to be there. He leaves when the job is done, not when we close. Do you it's feel like it's a job? people like that. Huh? Do you feel like it's a job? No. You don't even feel like a job. That's why. He's That's dope. That's yeah. dope. That's, That's like dope. Job. Hell yeah. That's amazing, man. Yeah. And like I said, he's 19, and um, he probably don't even understand and realize what he's capable of doing. You got to think season is – that's just one portion of it. We do. We have print services. We print for probably half of OKC. You know, he runs that machine. Now, he's not physically printing, but he's taking the orders. He's ordering the apparel. Inventory. He's shipping the orders. Like, he does that at 19. You know what I mean? When I was 19, I probably couldn't have thought of half of that. You feel what I'm saying? All the dope images that you see on Instagram, he shot 90% of those. Mm. If you go down the website, all those product shoots, he shot that. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. He's groomed himself to be that guy. He's come in from. You can divide the the the, the weight, and you know what I'm saying? Because exactly. imagine you doing all that, like. Shit, at one point. It's a lot. Yeah, so of course you got to start training the people around yeah. you, too. And I've seen his growth. Like the towel that. That's on the floor when y'all walk. He laid that tile. Yeah. I don't know shit about laying no tile. Like, I just look like this, man. The walls, he painted that. Between him and my girl, I'm like, they painted that. They did yeah. that. So he's literally like the jack of all trades. And, and know, that's like, that. It's crazy, man. It's like a boss, like the boss mentality. Not everybody has it. We were talking about this the other day. Like, why is that? that? Some people, like him, he can just show up without... Anybody having to tell them, and then there's people that just yeah, you won't see that people it. around They have me. everything they, around them. They, they won't be around me at, at all because I'm very stern. We probably had three arguments today, me and this guy. I'm very stern, but it's all in love, and it's all part of the journey, the yeah. growth. You feel what I'm saying? So you won't ever see those people around me. They they I'm gonna make it too uncomfortable for them. You know what I mean? Uh, I'm, I'm very serious. Like if you don't want to, that's get very up important. And get it, right? You don't want to. You won't stand. You're not in my me. circle. Nah. You know what I mean, like, I'm the fire. You don't get hot standing close yeah. to me, seriously. And okay. I got to, like, stay Shit. motivated. I got to, like, preach that because it's going to rub off. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You know what so, I mean? Like, I, I, forgot I preach that a lot. Pressure. I preach that a lot. That's why, I, I like, sometimes. I, I read somewhere that if, like, you have one really good influential person in your life, but you have four people that are just fucked up, that one person. Really good mentor, even if it's LeBron James or whoever, it doesn't matter. It don't Because you got four. Energy. You got to separate yeah. them, too. Uh, I was telling who's that you about that the other day? How to spot the eagle. That's a gift I know how to do. I can spot the eagle, and I can separate the eagle. Because eagle don't run in packs. You never see a pack of eagles, do you? Mm. I can spot the eagle and separate the bullshit. You know what I mean? Immediately. And then, you know, apply some pressure. Because pressure makes diamonds. You feel what I'm saying? Or it busts pipes. Yeah, yeah. 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 Either one. You know what I'm saying? You plot the right amount, and they stand up. You know what I mean? They're going to be a diamond. You know what I mean? And he's one of them, man. He's one of them. And he did the work. I didn't do the work. He did the work. He had to get up and want to do it. Who are some of your influences, would you say, like in in this type of uh, field? Like what you talking about, like in the apparel field? Yeah, hip hop and apparel. Shoot, like some people that you look at and you're like, man, I, I, wish I get I my could. hustle motivation. Yeah, you know, like from. it'd be dope to be out there doing, you know, what they're doing. Shoot, I can't. I don't even be really looking at that type of stuff. Yeah, I just be 
All I know is my uncle. He just yeah. That's dope. He be want to go get it, so that just make me want to go get it. That's dope. Mm. That's dope. That's man. that's something. That he big. say that man like let me know he paying attention. You know what I'm saying? I love him, man. Like seriously, like I seen him grow from. Yeah, man. No, yeah, you and have to know that. Yeah, that's what I preach. Is like you have to be surrounded by same mentality, like same like hustlers and like because it's it's gonna rub off of each other. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, different yeah. ideas, different. You know what I'm saying? So it's like yeah. that's very important. That's why I had to cut a lot of people because it's like. You know what I'm saying? Like, if you ain't got a drive or a hustle, then, like, I can I can, I can help you, but I have... You got to do the work. You got to do the work, yeah. exactly. I at can the take the horse time, to the we, river. It's up to him to drink the water, you know? Yeah. At the same time, we got to be um, open, too. You know what I mean? Because it's easy to preach, preach, preach. But you got to listen, too. Yeah. You got to listen. Like, it be times, you know, like, I want him to be vocal, but I got to give him that platform to listen to him. You know what I mean? Like, faces. now he's designing, right? He ain't talking about that box. He's open. And now I'm so stuck on being the creative. He like, nah, do it. Trust me. Do it that way. I'm like, okay. Let's try it. You know what I'm saying? Give him that platform. And I'm watching because um, no matter how much he's around me, he has his own style. You know, even when we design and do jackets and shit like that, of course, with him being close to – the manufacturer, he has his own twist to everything. Like, you may have the standard collection, but his shit is, like, custom. And they see his shit and, like, we want that. That lets me know, like, okay, I got to be a boss and pay attention. Like, okay, let me bring him into the creative side of it. Yeah. What would you do with that? How would you color that? You know what I mean? Uh-huh. That let me know he's growing into his space. And that's awesome that you're able to do that. I just... uh like see the talent in somebody and then give them the tools to just yeah. It's just two go years off. from now, his just, office ain't as big as mine. That mean I failed him. You feel what I'm saying? Yeah. If two years his office ain't as big as mine, in my mind I failed this young man. You feel what I'm saying? Yeah, man. I, I love that mentality. That's, For real. Uh, like back to the Dame Dash. Like he says, everybody in my team is we're bosses. Like we're not. That's not my manager, my, yeah. like, everybody's just, we're partners, and we're doing this shit. You yeah, know? yeah, and we, and, and, and I do it live, because I'm sitting here talking about him, right? You know what I mean? But he's listening. He's listening. He's here for a reason. It's my son. He's listening. Sorry so for imagine, the few cuss words, buddy. No, nah, you good. You fine. You fine. <laughs> but, but he's listening. Yeah. Everything that I'm saying, we doing it live in front of him. He's listening. You know, so Taking just notes. imagine how sharp he's going to be. Mm-hmm. Yeah, man. And that's the, the, the more thing you surround that, yourself with that it. I feel like the a lot of the young generation doesn't appreciate all the work that the old schools have done to for us to be able to have it this easy. You know, like I remember going into SB, his mm-hmm. office, and he was basically doing this. You know, mm-hmm. like that's where I saw it. I'm like, damn, he's doing interviews. He's doing little documentaries. He's... And I don't know, you know, a lot of people, a lot of times people just don't talk about the, like, all the hits you had to take, you know, in yeah, order for you to. Arrows, man. I mean, I don't talk about it. <laughs> so I guess it thank you is what I'm saying I for all it. those, you know. I appreciate it, man. Ain't nothing wrong with giving somebody roses, yeah. man. Showing love is free, man. That shit exactly. don't cost a thing, bro. Yep. A repost, a retweet, or just say, hey, man, you dope. That shit free. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Now that yeah. we're talking about that, I saw that you said uh, women show more love than guys uh, on that documentary. You were like... Uh, oh, yeah. In that instance... Now, let's talk about the, the, the rap world. Yeah, they yeah. did at that point. Like, 
I don't know. I think it's the the, the teddy bear effect. I don't know. You know what I mean? Like when I was doing music, my female following was huge. But um, women are the strongest species on this earth, and they recognize. You know what I mean? They'll recognize the real before. You know, shout out to my girl. Actually, like, like things that I may miss, she gonna always catch. She recognize it. I have people around me that she told me six months ago, like they won't be here long. Like, you they're know, more seriously. sensitive. Like they can feel vibes more. Maybe I, I ain't gonna say more. Yeah, women are naturally emotional people, but when I say like they pay attention to every single thing, um, us as men, we might miss something. We're goofy. You sometimes. got your strong backbone. She gonna catch it. She gonna all the time. She's probably never been wrong about somebody. I never. I probably can't name one instance where it was like, you know, you were wrong about him. Never. Mm. Immediately, like, uh no, nah, he ain't. The, nah. Why do you think that rappers don't talk about that? Like, because uh, it ain't the cool thing. Like E Forty, <laughs> I know he has a wife and stuff, yeah, but yeah. you don't like ever hear him say like, you know. For one, like people like E Forty, like they separate the so business from could, them. It could be that, yeah, yeah, you know yeah. what I mean. Like, and I'm wanting people too. Like, um, I ain't like my relationship is my relationship. It ain't. Yeah. But nowadays we live in an era to where if it didn't happen on social media, it didn't happen. Uh-huh. Like, well, if I ain't never seen you with a girl, you single, right? No, wrong. Yeah, you know what I'm saying they, my relationship is my relationship. There's a saying that they say they can't destroy what they can't see. They can't, or see. they they don't know. You yeah. know what I'm saying? So it's another thing, too, is, like, people like to fuck yeah. up shit. You know what I'm saying? So if you post too much, like, I've always be been like, too. yeah, like, should be fake. And I'm a I, firm believer in this. And correct me if I'm wrong. If you gonna like, nothing wrong with broadcasting your relationship. There's nothing wrong with that. I've never been. But if you going to force feed it to us all day when it's good, show us when it's bad, too. Yeah. Show yeah. me when it's fucked up. <laughs> when y'all get if the arguments and yeah, shit. Yeah, show me everything. Yeah, Don't show yeah. me when it's... Never been a if big fan. If you don't force feed it all, then there's nothing wrong with saying, yeah, I'm married. I got somebody on social media. There's nothing wrong with that. But if you're going to force feed it down my throat all day long, you know those people. Yeah, yeah. Like, he just did that. He just did all oh, I love. He just did. Show me when it's fucked up, too. That's just me. So you think it's, it's because um, it's just, like, not the cool cool thing to rap about. That's why it's not. I ain't going to so. say the cool thing, but in some instances, um... Some people are just personal about what goes yeah, on in their home. Right. I'm one of the people. Yeah. I that spoke about her because sense. she's a part of this process, too. You know what I mean? Huge part. She got to deal with me when we go home. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. She got to deal with that shit. You know what I mean? And she's a huge part. In fact, um, Grande will tell you, you know what I mean? When we first got our first screen printer, she did the screen printing. She still screen prints to this day. So I wouldn't have been able to get this leap if I didn't have her screen printing. I could do a hundred shirts in a day. You feel what I'm saying? So she's a huge part of this process. So I, I, I always want to give her roses. You know what I mean? But at the same time, I'm very personal about my relationship. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Same. Same. Shout out to to the ladies out there that are the backbones to the shout out to the ladies to the structures. Man. Man. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So you've been able to build this brand where it's like. Everybody knows what season is and what's about. Yeah, man. It's so, starting to roll. It's yeah. Starting to, it's starting to roll. Yeah. So, like, now you're, like, you also have a, a season unlocked. Mm. What is that about? 
Um, unless something we just unveil, like we might have to switch seats again. I'm a, I ain't gonna be the devil on that. I'm gonna let the devil come, come have a seat. What, what is season unlocked about? Come explain that, man. Because I see, I see. It's funny. We had three arguments today about that. You know what I mean? So <laughs> the fact you guys are there is amazing. Nah, season unlock is just season. Exactly what it is. It's season unlock. Season. The name season is means more than just being a vet. You know, it's it's something a network. Yeah, it's, it's something many something something that's sprinkled on. It's like a it's like a, a, a version of swag, but at a upgraded version. You know what mm, I mean? Yeah. So season unlock, man. What we're doing is basically giving people game positivity and trying to give some of the knowledge that we have in us on an every single day basis mm-hmm. that he's been doing here on this podcast and he does mm-hmm. on, with all his customers all the time. Mm-hmm. Just giving it to the people. Give them, like people want to see that they love him talking. He just don't like to talk to people like on the internet. He don't like the internet. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I want people to sit there and see like how many people season that that actually no nah, not mean I don't mean the cuss, but actually fuck with season. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Some of the big names like they wouldn't even guess that you guys, you know, fuck with season. Yeah. And then, you know, like the the OGs, like the nitros and the SBs, these are season vets. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like there's all types of people, whether you want Eddie Brasco yeah, pulled yeah, up Saturday. Yeah, yeah. 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 He, he seems like he's a regular, you know what I'm hell saying? Yeah. I'm Brand ambassador shit. Yeah. I want the people to see who actually fuck with season and who season fucks with. Yeah. Because they got game that the young gener- younger generation like these kids over here, they need to hit. You know what I mean? So that's what season unlocked is. That's it. Hell yeah. yeah, I fucks with that. I can't take no credit for that, man. Um, like I said, we I think everybody some... needs a guy like uh, what's Hell yeah, what's, grind, 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 grind. My baby. bad, bro. I, I, it takes me a minute to get the names. I'm good. terrible because he's pressuring you get to your like shit together, what? Darwin, to to what? level up, man. Like Hell yeah, and he does that. Like he gets me yeah. out of my comfort zone all the time. Off In camera, fact, that's what we were arguing about today. You know what I mean? Like I am who I am, and sometimes I don't like to change with the times. You know what I mean? But um, there's a lot of game being spilled in 243 West Wilshire. You know what I mean? Sweet I'm going to apply the pressure. Are we getting a podcast or not? You Are we get getting a, se- a season podcast? We're going to get it. We're going to get it. Chop it up daily podcast. We're going to get it. You know what I mean? I'm, hey. I'm going to finally, like, you know, push forward. We're going to do it, man. Shout out to Grant. Yeah, I felt man. <laughs> Yeah, see? So, do it. Yeah, hell yeah. See? And it's beautiful to watch, like, you say it right now, and then I know it's going to happen. For yeah, sure, it's gonna like I, it's gonna happen. So just seeing the progress, and when we have you back in six months, a year, yeah. like damn, bro, like yeah, I where like do we left off? Doing too, man. Y'all definitely inspiring, man. Because uh, before y'all Appreciate see that, that. Man, I knew who you guys were immediately. Mm. I don't watch it. I watch uh, Indica with Apollo on her. Yeah. <laughs> in fact, I just see Israel on her. Yeah. yeah. Listen, man. Listen, I've been since Israel was a bad. Like seriously, crazy. See huh? him on the platform now, I'm like, wow. And he got, he's doing his own thing too. I yeah. see that. Hell yeah, yeah. And this is what I love about Israel, too. He's creating his own land. He didn't come to like, hey, child, help me. He did his own thing. Yeah. He literally like, let me do the work. He didn't go ask his daddy to, hey, can you design this? He did it himself. He's like, get out of the way. Hell yeah. I've seen him <laughs> come together. Like, I got Israel at Caden's first birthday party, like pictures. You know yeah, what I'm saying? That's crazy. I've seen it. So come your relationship together. with uh, uh, Jay Paulo yeah. is I'm, solid. I'm stopping, man, man, shout out to Jay Paulo because he's a huge yeah, part I too of him uh, today too. <laughs> <laughs> Seriously, yeah, Seriously. Yeah, bro. Yeah, yeah, that guy yeah, right bro. There. He, he's yeah. he's one of our solid man. Like he's made all of our logos right here. He's if okay. we talk if we talk about reading uh, vibes though, that, that guy right that's there. The guy. Yeah. If, if yeah. he fucks with you, he fucks with you. If not, he's gonna. I met him the day after I signed my deal. 
You know what I mean? He and he was, was deep too, doing all like graphic designs, your yeah. covers, and all this shit. This is like him starting. So he's it, one it, of the, he tells me, he's we, like, I used to love Presidential Trap House. Yeah, yeah, he's a part of it. Like, listen. They used to give me work. We brought we brought him, Um, well, they took me to him the day after I signed to like get like a photo shoot done. This cat named uh, Amir used to shoot photos, and Paula was doing the editing and graphic design. And uh, I used to try to talk to him all the time, like, hey, bro, can you make me look like this? Because, you know, I didn't know nothing about graphic design. And he'd shoot these photos, and he'd be like, all right, do me a favor. Just email me everything. I'm like, what, man? Wait, stop. And he would leave. So we shoot again. I'll be like, hey, can you do He's like, just email it to me. Man, I like the third shoot. I'm like, bitch, I ain't even got no fucking email. What the fuck? You know what I mean? Like, seriously, like, like you know what I mean? Yeah. Hold on, wait, what you saying, man? Oh, oh, nah, you good, you good, you good, man. Whoever wanna watch it, watch it. If not, you know what I'm saying? You missing out. You missing out. Period. You know. But what's dope is he sat down then and was like, I'm gonna create you one. Yeah. Let's create one. We made my first email. He's like, Are you on MySpace? Let me set you up on MySpace. We yeah. did that then. You feel what I'm saying? The thing with with Jay Paulo is that he doesn't. Uh, he could have like got away from the rap scene a long time ago and done like, because he has the talent to just do whatever for yeah, restaurants or whatever. Yeah. But he's like, no, I, that's that's where I started, and I want to help the people out. Like, yeah, he really does it for the love, man. He's so. that season. Uh, we, we're not open on Mondays, but Monday is the most like high energetic day. Monday creates our week. Mm. So Monday we're in there designing, creating. Print or like he's there every Monday, you know what I mean? You're gonna see grind in there. Like, Monday is the day, like, we prep for the week, we set our goals, and we get it done. So, you coming on a Monday, it ain't gonna be like Saturday. I think you know it's I mean? a different mentality, yeah. different shit. Yeah. yeah, I literally, like I said, we literally argued all day today, but out of all those arguments, like, we were able to transition into something beautiful. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Monday's my favorite day. Monday's my favorite day. I'm gonna tell you that. Yeah. It's just because it's like it's the start of the week. And, like, that's going to dictate how you end the, the week. You facts. know what I'm saying? It's a so, I, I love Mondays. That's it's a fact. Thank God. So, on now. Mondays, are you guys in there? Uh, people can still come to the store and. Hell, yeah. Listen, I don't give a damn what's going on. You hit me directly. We're going to crank that motherfucker up. But you got I'm the serious. creative team back there, too. Yeah, we wouldn't open on Christmas Eve. You know, I try to do the. You know, when I was working, I hated to go to work on Christmas Eve. Yeah. Right? So, I tell my nephew, like, you know what? Man, take a paid day off, man. We're going to shut it down. You think the people gave a f- care? No, they were pulling up. Hey. Like, hey, we're outside, like, hitting the DM, like, y'all not open? It's Christmas. We want a shot. You yeah, man. I was th- I was thinking that about dispensaries and, like, liquor stores, because I was trying to get a little crunk, and they were all closed, bro. <laughs> <I'm> like, <laughs> <laughs> like, why would you be closed? On this? Yeah, but he like, what? He don't like, I have to make him go home. He like, he catching all in play like a hustler should. Yeah. You feel what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I don't care what's going on. If you hit me, we pull it up. We're going to yeah, come, yeah. we're going to catch it. That's what made us who we are. We're going to go the extra mile. You know what, what I mean? you think made Kanye Kanye is the fact that he was a workaholic. What? Married yeah, to the I hustle. Everybody. Yeah. I don't care how much talent you have. Yeah. I don't care what's going on. Hard work Hard always work is going to trump talent. If, he always. If talent likes always. to work hard. Yeah. Yes, yes. If I move into the space, we're going to flourish. I'm going to outwork everybody. You know what I mean? In my mind, I'm just set out to do that. And that's the thing. That's the one thing we can't control because there's a lot of shit that we can't control. So yeah. 
how much you work, you can't control that. So facts yeah, for sure. Facts. So here in five years, where do you see season? Where do you see yourself? Um, of course, um, with me being a young, you know, handsome, you know, black business owner, of course, I got other ventures that we building outside of season. You know, five years from now, um, of course, with um, brands, um, my thing is to move season more into the premium area. You know what I mean? And maybe introduce something that it can kind of run neck and neck with. When you it. say premium, you're talking about like more fashionable. Yeah, uh, we're gonna step it up. I had to inch our okay, customer okay. base up. Shit. Yeah, I think like we just now introduced like Letterman jackets and stuff like that this year. This is year three. I could have did that year one. Right. You know what I'm saying? But I'm a firm believer in slow cooking the bird. Right. And um watching it like being transparent and letting the customer grow with the brand. You know what I'm saying? Yes. So of course within the next five years, we will be around. You know what I mean? But we'll be in a probably more, a little bit more premium space. Yeah. You know what I mean? Of course, um, we're working on some other things to kind of run um, as an alternative to streetwear. You know what I mean? Because um, true enough, we love the streetwear every day, but some days I might want to be casual. I might just want to step into a casual space. Yeah. And I want season to kind of exist in this world and build something that can exist here. You know? Yeah. Now, I'm so. going to definitely be keeping an eye on the fashion thing because I, mm-hmm. I do like fashion. It's just certain brands. I mean, they're too expensive. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? So it's like, but I'm definitely going to tap into the fashion side because I'm always fascinated by that. Since we're talking about minority business, uh, what would be your top three tips to a minority owner coming up? Uh, first and foremost, stand for something. You got to stand for something, man. At, at, at some point in time, like you can't just um, sell out your integrity. You know what I mean? You can't just do anything for money. You know what I mean? I just, it's just certain things. I don't give a fuck. I don't, I don't care how big the yeah. check is. I just ain't going to do it. I done missed that out on numerous opportunities. You know what I mean? I've had people bring me, you know, at this point, astronomical amounts to be a part of this brand or to take the brand to places that average person probably would have been like, man, you crazy. But, um, you know, I just, I just can't do certain stuff for money. You know what I mean? I don't care. They ain't going to never stop printing it. You feel what I'm saying? And I'm going to always find a way to get it. So at least stand for something. You know, uh, two, be out willing to work, everybody. Like, let's stop sugarcoating it, man. Like, come on. Like, some of us get comfortable, you know, with winning. You know, um, yeah, it's happening around me. You know what I mean? Like, I've had people around me just getting comfortable with winning. Yeah. You know, like being the top streetwear brand or being attached to the top streetwear brand, it's like, nah, I'm cool on that. You know what I mean? Like, just because we winning um, in this game, it's only two directions. It's up and down, and you're right, constantly right. moving. You constantly go in one of the directions. You know, I understand it's peaks and valleys, but at the same time, uh, we got to just keep that hunger, keep that burn. You know what I mean? Like, work like you ain't never had shit. Right, you know right. what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Um, three. Um, I'm gonna say, man, keep it independent. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? As much as possible, just be willing to put forward the work. You know what I mean? Now, sometimes it do cost, but um, in my mind, if I'm investing in me, it's a sure thing. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? It'd be different if I was, you know, investing into the stock or something like that. Uh-huh. Okay, sometimes you can't control that, but um, if I'm investing in me, I know I'm gonna get up and go work hard every day. I understand that. I control that. You know what I mean? So. Um, try to be as independent as possible. Oh yeah, oh yeah. Not top three. Okay, so uh, I'm gonna ask you this, mm. and we can finalize if you guys don't have anything else. Uh, 
if you had to go back in time and tell yourself something like five years ago, going back now, what would it be? You had to tell yourself something. Five years ago? Yep. Hmm. Damn, that's that's five years ago. You gotta go back. Yeah, five. Like so, you say further. You gotta go back. So ten, fifteen. Let's do let's do fifteen. Fifteen years ago, tell yourself something. What would it be? Um, I probably would have. Um, I probably would have transitioned out of the street a little faster than what I did. I probably would have told myself like, okay, that's it. You feel what I'm saying? Like, that's it. Like, um, stop being afraid to invest into yourself. Like I said, I ain't always been this way. In the beginning, I was kind of stagnant. You know what I mean? Um, I think that probably would be it. Like, like knowing when to pull the reins. Oh, yeah. Like, accepting the fact that, um, you know, the streets are a lie. You feel what I'm saying? Yeah. They're a lie. No matter what we try to, you know, like, paint and, like, the streets are a lie. Like, everything that... Um, we've been kind of taught uh, as far as keeping it real and doing this yeah. and that. A lot of that shit ain't real. A lot of that shit ain't it ain't really what that is. You know what I mean? So, um, definitely, I would have told myself like, okay, tap out a little early, like pull the reins. Yeah, like um, you've done that now. Invest and do something different. You know what I'm saying? Because I probably wouldn't have went through some of those valleys if yeah. I hadn't have. You know, kept pushing that line. You feel what I'm saying? Yeah. Hell yeah. That's a, that's. So I heard uh, Freeway Rick Ross, like he was like, there was so many times that I like flirted with the idea of I'm going to, I'm going to stop and I'd slow down a little bit, but it was like, it was it like, like <laughs> yeah, he was like, it was like the biggest addiction basically. He it, was is. Like, it is. It is. And I got a song called Addicted um, that I wrote back when I was going through my situation. It's talking about that. Like I was addicted to the street. I literally was addicted to the lifestyle. I Man, was addicted if, to everything If, if you can uh, do a verse Might as well do it We have every rapper Do a verse <laughs> Nah I ain't gonna do no verse man <laughs> I was thinking about Doing a compilation hey, bro. But There's a lot of people That freestyle That's what we but. were Arguing about earlier That's why his face lit up When you said that If you wanna do the verse I promise I wanna fuck him right here <laughs> <laughs> Ah shit yes, grind over Because here. he wants me To exist more In the music space Yeah you know what I mean? But I have this following of people that have no idea that I did that. A lot of people yeah. going to watch our podcast and be like, wait, the season guy used to rap? I, I, it's crazy that I showed him. I was like, bro, <laughs> I think the season guy used to rap. And then I came in here. <laughs> yeah, we searched it up. It was and like, I was oh, like, yeah, shit. Bro, that's crazy. But, that's, that's I see, I, but I, I never voiced that when I said that because I like but, season to exist in its own space. But, but for the, the people who know, when they walk in there and they see me, it's like seeing a ghost. He'll tell you. Like, he'll tell you. You got people that are there and they're faint. Like, what the fuck? Even if I'm just in motion, being regular, because they know. Yeah. They had no idea that I was attached to season. Huh. But they know, like, oh, shit, is that who? I see, I see it all the time, man. My son can tell you. He can tell you. Like, and it, it just makes them love the brand more like, oh, my God. I'm telling you, it, yeah. it, it's dope. You know what I mean? I just let the brand stand alone. And That's I good, though. You're like, you're like the rap is, is in a different entity. 
Yeah, yeah, that's already yeah. passed. You know what I'm saying? That's, yeah, that's, that's what we were arguing about. Like I said, literally earlier today, man. You got to think, but he's my DJ. Not only he's my DJ, he's like one of my best friends, too. So no matter what I do and say, he's going to – the rap world is – that's – you feel what I'm saying? Yeah. I just transitioned out of it to where yeah. I just rather be like the big homie. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Hell yeah, hell yeah. So my my bad. Now that we're talking rap, uh, can you talk about the Boosie? Because uh, you have a song with Boosie, huh? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Were you the first artist out of Oklahoma to have a song with? No, uh, no. Nah, a few more. My dog Young ain't got a song with yeah, Boosie. Yeah, yeah. But before yeah, him, shout out to the KG boys. That's my there. dog, man. In fact, we just did um okay um their first dispensary, Cottonmouth Dispensary. Yeah, yeah. We did all the decal work, all the print work, the merch. I did that. Oh, nice. And they new joint Petro that's coming. We just did the decals. All this shit. We did the whole layout over there. Nice. T-shirts, all the merch. We did oh, that. Oh, yeah. You know yeah. I mean? So, shout out to my dog, Young. That's yeah, my dog, yeah. man. Oh, yeah. They've been, yeah. Yeah, they've been at it, too. Working yeah, yeah. hard and shit. I did all the KG up here. In fact, um, Indica did their logo, too. You know what I mean? <laughs> Telling you. Yeah. He stepped so, the whole city, man. Yeah, man. That boy stepped the whole city. I like but, to say I'm a part of a lot of people's story. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Um, but, um, anything else you guys want to cover? Man, I think I, I asked everything I had to, man. For real? Oh, I think we said the Boosie situation. Oh, how yeah, did yeah, you? Yeah. How um, did you? Uh, we just kept running into Boosie. The first time I met Boosie, um, we was in Florida. I think at the first Ozone. Um, man, this is crazy. On my floor at that time. Now keep in mind, we all hustled artists, right? So there was no star factor. It was like me, Fox, Devin, the dude, Paul. All was mm. our rooms were like next to each other. So the whole weekend, we just kind of vibed and was fucking with each other the whole time. And that was Friday and Saturday. Sunday is when Boosie and Webby came. You know what I mean? And, um, you know, they ended up smoking with some of my partners and just chopping up. That was the first time I met him. And, uh, you know, I just, like, introduced myself. Like, you know, I'm from OKC. If you have an OKC, tap in with me, you know? Yeah. Um, the second time I met him was in, like, Houston somewhere, I want to say. But long story short, I introduced myself again. We chopped it up. He ended up coming to uh, Langston. Uh, for something. He had something going on in Langston, but he had a show in Tulsa the next day. And they reached out to us. His manager, uh, I forgot his name at the time, but they called us like, hey, is this OKC? What's going on this job? I'm like, yeah, who is this? You know, he's like, well, Boosie's here. You know, um, y'all met with um, You know, shit, what's going on? I'm like, oh, well, shit. You know, we drove down Langston. I think Manny chopped it up with him then. Um, He had a show in Tulsa. We ended up going out to the show just to make sure it was good. And, yeah. We just chopped it up and we talked about music. He's like, let's go to the studio. Let's knock it out. And we, like, we literally went to a studio in Tulsa. I don't remember the studio it was. It's been years, but this was dope about it. <laughs> the promoter uh, found out we was on the song with him, and they booked me to do the show that night to do that song. I'm like, I don't even know this song. Do you think that they maybe <laughs> strategically did it because they knew that you had, like, pool in the streets over here? They were oh, like, let's go I do a song with uh, Oklahoma over there. I just honestly think probably, you know, uh, you know, when you come into somebody's community, like if you met them and they cool, you know, it's cool. And plus, you know, you might want good smoke or something like that. You want to, yeah, yeah, yeah. you could go to the dispensaries back then, yeah. you know what I mean? So you want to reach out to the, you know, people in that space and make sure you straight. And, you know, um, and we ended up doing the show that night. We chopped it up. We did the record. And, you know, that was it. You know what I'm saying? Uh, Rashida, uh, who's on Love and Hip Hop now. Funny thing is, I remember her telling me about Love and Hip Hop back then. She was like, yeah, we about to do this, like, reality show thing. You know what I'm saying? Um, it's going to be real big. It's called, like, Love and Hip Hop. And I was like, okay, I think shit of it. Now, look. Yeah. This is crazy. crazy. She came to, this, yeah. to town, like, right before we dropped it. And uh, she had a car show. We had a car show. 
and um, she performed and heard the record, and she jumped on it then too. Yeah, you know what I mean, so that's how that happened. Nice man, damn! It's just yeah. stuff I wanted to hear, yeah. man. <laughs> no, it's crazy. A lot, of, a lot of, a lot of history. We seen him at the Ozone in Houston. Like after we did the song, it was a big ass fight in the club. Um, we was just kicking it, going crazy, and R.I.P. Shawty Low too, because he was yeah. there. Um, big ass fight break out. We had our vans in the front, and I remember um, we taking off, going outside, getting the vans, and some of his partners was in my van and. Someone was went over there and it was just like a funny moment, you know what I mean? Yeah. But Shawty Low ended up taking our van that night, you know what I'm yeah. saying? And long story short, it was it was hella dope weekend, you know what I mean? R.I.P. Shawty Low, man. But you got history, brother. Uh, man, man, we got crazy. stories like that for days. That's crazy. Do you think Boosie will ever transition into like a? Uh, uh, I can't see Boosie not rapping. Like I think Boosie's gonna. Boosie a hustler, man. Boosie a hustler. Yeah. As long as it's money and rap, he'd be around. Yeah. But Boosie a different kind of hustler too, man. This dude, man. Hey man, he be at the show taking hundred dollar pictures, man. Mm. He a different kind of hustler. Yeah. Shout out yeah. to Boosie, man. Yeah. So uh anything else? That's Shit. about it, man. Yeah, That's man. about all the questions I have. Hold on, can I get um can I get my son to come say a few things, man? I'm yeah, yeah spot, for man. sure. He probably deal with me more than anybody. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Come step up to the plate, young fresh. <laughs> you can adjust it so when you sit down you can like on the bottom, and then that on the bottom it has a little. He too short. So on the bottom it has a little. Just press it's under, it. yeah, underneath the seat. It's a little. There you go. There we go. There we go. <laughs> there we go. Introduce yourself, man. Let him know who you are. Say what's up. He wanted to come. Like he never been to a podcast. Yeah. So I thought I'd bring you, man. Oh, uh, what's up? My name Katie. Okay. Okay. <laughs> How old are you? Uh, I'm eleven. Eleven. Okay. Mm-hmm. And what you think your role is going to be within five years from now in the company? Um, by like the three years, I think I'm gonna be in. I'm gonna be in his spot. Yeah, already. He gonna top, top of the food chain. Ooh, he gonna boy. skip the chain. <laughs> that son goes right there, man. He going to the tag, man. It's good aspirations, though, man. And that, then though. at the fifth year, I think I think I won't even have to go in there at that point because at that point we should. We should already be warning people instead of having to reach out to people like, hey, can you come work for us? People want to be like, hey, I want to come work for y'all. Yeah. Oh, oh, <laughs> so you're going you're gonna to be at the crib just on the phone. Yeah. Making calls, like, I'm talking suit it up. Like, hey, I'm making business move here. You know what I'm saying? Like, shit. That's, That's dope, dope, man. That is dope, man. That Thank is very you. dope, man. So where do you, besides your dad, do you have anybody you look up to? Or is it just strictly your dad, like? It's just mostly him because yeah. you don't know I'm with him, so I know he's not faking all the I got this and I got that. Yeah. Like all the other rappers, they could be like, I got this, and then go home and go sleep on the air mattress. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's real stuff right there, man. The, man, the, there's this guy, uh, Charles White, I've been following, and he's like, Hey, man, is that the guy from Forward? Yeah, 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 man, yeah. He, man, wow. He be he's like, some- He's like, show me your furniture. I want to. I want to see how you're living. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's crazy, man. So, what's one uh, lesson you've learned from your dad that you always remember? Like you always just have it in the back of your head. Okay, so it's not about the money now. It's about the money later. So it's like I used to be like work, do my little folding, and then like where the money at. Mm-hmm. And then he's like, he like. 
It's not about now, it's about later. So I'm talking a million dollar stuff right now. And you're going to be like a millionaire later from listening to all the stuff that's going on. So now I do the work. He paid me, he paid me. If he don't pay me, he don't. Because I know cool with it. I'm going to be, sorry, I'm going to be better than him when I get oh, old. Oh, shit. These are facts. Bruh. These are facts, man. That son goes right there, man. I'll, I'll be yeah. a proud There's a Mexican I'll be a proud uh, father, man. Like, like uh, shit. You know, man. You know, this shit. reverend, he has a bar. He's like, uh. Just like my dad, but I'm uh, I'm a better version. Yeah. I'm like, yeah, that's that's crazy, man. Like, if I have a son that's competitive, like me, bro, woo, game over, man. Game we gonna we gonna take over. That's it. Like, game you know over. what I'm saying? That's dope, man. So that's amazing. Thank man. you for those words, man. That for was, real, that was yeah. that's a lot of like. Knowledge that you're given, yeah. a lot of free game that, and I don't make it easy and, for him either. Yeah, I don't make it easy yeah. for him. You know what I mean? Like. I give it to him, but I let him know, like, hey, listen, um, it's a lot of people that would love to sit in their seat. You know what I mean? Like, earn that spot. I know you're my son, but you have to earn it. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And that reminds me, like, what he said. Uh, there's a book called Rich Dad, Poor Dad. Rich Dad, Poor Dad. I got it on my desk right now. Uh, Shout man. out to Steve. That's she just brought hit. it to me to read it. So, <laughs> yeah, that's basically, hit. like, one of the biggest lessons I got out of that one is, mm-hmm. like, the kid got annoyed at after a while. He was like, man, you're not paying me enough. And then the dude was like, well, you can just go, you know, like, if you, know. If you don't understand what I'm, yeah. <laughs> yeah, but he's like, we the had le- that conversation a couple times, you know what I mean? He yeah. like, hey, man, I'm trying to get paid. Like, now. Yeah. You know what I mean? And we've had to have that conversation, but he understands now. He yeah, got his own little bankroll, you know what I mean? He, he put it together. No, that's admirable that he's already thinking like right, that. Right, right. Yeah. So your role right, right now, your, your position in, in within the season, what do you do right now? Right. Are you just trying to learn? Yeah, I'm still learning. Yeah, still learning. But right now, I put neck labels in some of the shirts, well, most of the shirts, and then I fold um, shirts as well. Um, I learned how to work the the counter, like yeah. the cash register. Uh, go ahead, go ahead. I'm sorry. Oh, uh, the cash register. Um, I'm I haven't learned inventory yet, but I'm learning how to do that because that go that falls in line with the uh, counter. And that's, I'm still learning right yeah, now. Yeah, I like that, man. Yeah. I Started, like that. Starting from the register. That's yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, that's the most important place. That in the is dope, man. That is dope. Like, I, I'm excited to see the progress, man. And, like, five years from now, you're yeah. going to be the CEO, man. Like, yeah. damn, yeah, you yeah. said it, man. Like, yeah. I can see that happening, man. Yeah. So, uh, where can they find Season Apparel? The address, the website, and all the social medias, man. Give it okay. out there. Um, the website, uh, seasonclothing.com. You know, you can catch all the uh, all the drip, you know, from the accessories to the fleece to everything at seasonclothing.com. Where's the exclusive, though? Yes. Now, if you want the experience, you have to come into our storefront location, which is 243 West Wilshire. Um, we're located in Suite E, and that's in Oklahoma City, right on the north side. Um, we have items and exclusiveness in the storefront. Um, we did that on purpose. We want you to kind of walk in and um, kind of get the season experience. You know what I'm saying? Um, you can follow us on uh, Instagram at Season Apparel, um, Season Unlocked. That's the new, yeah, the, that's the new, new joint. One. Yeah, and of course, uh, our OKC location has a flagship uh, Instagram also, which is Season Clothing OKC. You know, um, print. If you guys need print services, um, you can email us directly at seasonclothinginfo at gmail.com. 
Okay. You know, and that's from um, anything from fleece to hoodies to uh, joggers, pretty much anything in the print space we can take care of and embroidery also. Okay. So, yeah, we um, we move into that space. Every yeah. There, there you have it, ladies and gentlemen, and soon to be also podcasts. We're, we're, we're applying yeah. the pressure. So Stop it up daily. Coming hey, soon. Yeah, man. We appreciate the love, man, and just the thank support, you. man. And it's like, thank you, man. Thank, thank you, y'all. Guys, thank man. y'all, man, for really stopping real by, man. So we're going to wrap it up, ladies and gentlemen. We'll catch you guys on the next one. Peace. Peace, peace.